Hello and welcome to Bomb Squad, the podcaster's podcast. My name is Andrew Muggleton and I'm joined, as always, by my good friend Chris Lane. How are you? Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist. And today we are also joined by three other people. William Gordon. Hello. Jeremy Egger. Sword Art Online. <laughs> and Elliot Rides. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Because this is a very special episode of Bomb Squad. It is Bomb Squad episode 50. 50, the big 5-0. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, we made it. We did. We never think, thought we'd get there. I think we said... No, we did. Oh, we did. We went, we, do you remember we went to Curzon Cinema and we went to the cafe and we planned out every week's episode of what we were going to be doing. And I think we had episode 50 at least... Like 2019 or something. Yeah, about it? 2019 yeah. is when yeah. we were going to hit it. Um, so today we've got a very special um, episode and it's going to start... Well, just just the idea behind this was that we were going to get some of our like best friends in to talk about some of the things that they really love. No, but it's going to start. Yeah, but no, now. But, yeah, yeah. But what my thought was, <laughs> we <laughs> we'd get some of our best friends in to talk about recommendations they've got um, and just have some fun. But they couldn't make it, so we instead we got a world just on it. Tom's in Australia. <laughs> we're all sad about it. Yeah. It's, it's a shame without Tom. It's just not yeah. the same. Miss you, Tom. We're all just sat here looking forlornly at the ceiling. So, let's start this off. So, three things. These can be from any media, whatever you want to do as a recommendation. And as the host of the podcast um, with the most, I'm going to start off by asking Jeremy for one of his things, please. Well, see now you don't even have a format to yeah, go by. No, How no, people no, no. <laughs> I thought we were going to start with something else. Is what we no, we no, 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 no. We're very serious. Well, as I said to you guys, I actually am a very limited opinioned man, <laughs> and my recommendations mostly come from you two. In all the books that I read, the TV that I, and films that I watch. Um, None of us play games as well, so it doesn't really no, matter. No, so that, that doesn't games, even, no, ga- game like is dead anyway. So. No games. Yeah, the only game I'm playing right no now. No game, no life. <laughs> if you've you heard of it, it's this really well-built game called Cyberpunk that I'm playing right now. <laughs> uh, that's not my recommendation. Oh, okay. um, but I was going to recommend a board game to start off this PlayStation oh. podcast. Um, no, 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 no. I don't think we call it that anymore. No, this is the no, podcast. No, no. Oh, it's podcast. Not, yeah, not called that anymore. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Mine is a board game. It's called Cult Express. Ooh. And I don't know how I'm going to explain it to you without the board game in front of me. You, is it cult as in like C-U-L-T? Yeah. yeah. C-O-L-T, isn't it? Is like the said? gun. Oh, cult. Oh, yeah. Not, not, like, not like cults like it's, Scientology. No, no, no. Cult. Cult as in like a horse. Oh, right. right? Wait, cult? I thought it was cult as in a gun. Cults are horses as well, aren't they? Oh, I think it's a baby. A baby. Fight. 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 That's a fun. I don't know. And the NFL thing is called the cults. And there's a horseshoe. Yeah, I think it it's, it's a long line of well. people. Like, I think Samuel Colt is what the gun is named after, and he may have been named after a horse. And this ah. is why we have Will. <laughs> <laughs> the Cute. quiz master Will- Will- extraordinaire. Willopedia. It's a male horse, usually be below the age of four. Oh. Okay. I'll take okay, mine you'll back learn then. something. Um, I, well, I know why Elliot was saying that it was based on a gun, because the game doesn't feature any horses. <laughs> <laughs> Does it feature guns? No. Yes, it does. Very heavily. Chip. It's about you all play out robbers jumping on a train oh. to rob it. Um, and there is a sheriff on it. 
and you were all fighting against each other to try and rob as much money from the train as possible. And you have certain action cards, one being shoot, uh, one being move and loot and punch. Um, and it's all based around then like a round-based system where you could at the start of the round be aiming to move, but then someone shoots you and you can't then change your move set going forward. Um, and it just divulges into chaos. And it's a great game where like as soon, the more you get shot, the less opportunity you have to play action cards. Right. And you can have up to like nine people on the car- on the train. And it's just a big old as in nine roll. nine individuals or your nine individuals Got, right and, nice. and are you are you all is one of the people playing the sheriff or is the sheriff a, a sort so of like so you can the ninth player can be the sheriff oh, okay. there are eight playable outlaws mm. and if you have a ninth player they play the sheriff but one of the, all the outlaws have a sheriff moving card right if the sheriff moves into the same cart as you you then get shot and uh, you have to then move up to the top of the carriage above the carriage rather than being inside of it yeah which then will mess up all the the cards that you've played and things and then you could end up rather thinking oh i was meant to be punching someone here but i've already played my punch card which means i'm just punching the midair because the sheriff's maybe move mm. and play things in the air it's really good fun um mm. but i don't really know how you can make it come across on a podcast when you don't actually have the game in front of you even once. I, yeah i look jerry i'm not gonna lie you've done a good job of explaining it the only issue I have is, does it? Can you play with less? Yeah. Fine. That okay. It's all fine then, because I don't know if I have nine friends or eight friends. That's what I. That's why I really like it though. Is that rarely do you have we? Do we as a group have less than five? Yeah. Mm. But most board games are up to four players, and so uh, then you're like, oh, can't play that game. Oh, yeah, can't yeah, play yeah. that game. And then it's tough to then keep it down to a, a, a number. While well, this game is like, oh, the more the merrier, the more guns, the more bullets are flying, yeah. the more chaos. And it's just a game that's just divulges into chaos. And uh, you get rewarded at the end if you've used all your bullets up and shot your, your fellow man. But there's no dying in it. So you could get shot like 20 times <laughs> and have 20 bullets. You just keep on getting penalized, basically. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it just means you have less cards to play because you have more bullets in your deck. Yeah. Um, and so by the end you're like a gangster movie uh, mob boss who's just been shot loads of times and you're just still standing <laughs> yeah. limping from carriage to carriage um, but it's great fun I, I first played it in like a Copenhagen uh, board game cafe nice. um, it was really good fun um, very cultural, very nice. cultural yeah. it's very nice <laughs> right, has yeah. anyone else brought a board game I have you brought a board game oh, oh, cool. and myself you oh, yeah. Yeah. God, yeah awesome I, I wanted to talk about other board games but I don't want to just in case anyone's bringing them Bring them yeah. ones up. That we well, I, think we should, I think we should intersperse them. Yeah, I was going to leave mine for a little yeah. bit later. Oh, okay. So in, do you want to go? Like that was my best recommendation. That's why I went with it first. Damn. That's the only opinion I have that you guys don't know about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm actually a pro at it. <laughs> <laughs> Completely. No, it sounds that, great, though. We'll have to do that next time we have a gathering. Yes. Bring it along. I'd love that. Hmm. You'll say that about every board game that's mentioned here tonight, but I appreciate that. Not only yours. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually know what the other ones are, and they're terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's recommendation. Fantastic. <laughs> I love my board game. <laughs> <laughs> competition, right? Yeah. This is. A, I'm, g- I'm. Well, we're going to have quizzes through, and I'm going to score everyone. So I'm. Oh, I'm actually God. internally scoring all of your recommendations. I see. So we're we're basically priming our bias right now. Yeah. Uh, Chris, <laughs> you do look really good tonight. Cheers, man. I like you. Um, do you know what else is really good? Um. Dragon Age Origins. Oh, that's, wow. my, that's my first recommendation. Now it's old like, school. I'll what be a honest. Segue. Yeah, it's not the it's not the it's not the easiest thing to recommend to people because it's pretty old. I think it's like 2009. I think I've talked about it before because it's like one of my favorite games. Um, but yeah, if you want to play it, like, but you kind of have to have a PS3 or maybe a 
Maybe an Xbox? Or a PC. Or a Steam Deck. A Steam Deck <laughs> PS3 <laughs> emulator, just yeah, saying. Yeah. Um, but basically, it's a Western role-playing game. It's fantasy-based. There's dragons. Cause... I thought when you said Western, you meant cowboy. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Um, I just mean not Japanese, basically. <laughs> so it's like Skyrim, right? Um, yeah. It's kind of, no, it, it's, it started out um, as being like a spiritual successor to... Um, Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate. So you can play the game kind of like, oh, pause everything move my this is where I want to move my character this is what I want to load up almost kind of MMO style um, but they kind of changed it to how you want to play so like, when I first played it on PlayStation it was more not like action-y because you're still loading up attacks and moves and that but um, but I just loved it because it was um, it had such like quite a big amount of replay value because there was ba- the game was essentially broken up into like six sections where you had the, the origin section which is why that's what the game's called and then there was major missions um, or major sort of like events that would happen that you'd go through and you pick up party members and there was like the romance options. So it had it was similar to like Bioware game. No. Oh, well it is Bioware. Yeah, it is Mass Bioware. Effect. Yeah, of course. It's, like, it's like Mass Effect like RPG, but like it's fantasy like, RPG. So it was Mass Effect came out first, then then I think Origins, so. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you kind of see the development. Like if you play if you've played Mass Effect two, a lot of the cool stuff from that is in Dragon Age Origins, like where they were developing it. Um but the, the beginning bit, the origin is the cool bit because whatever race you pick, so you can pick, you can be an, uh, a human, you can be a dwarf, you can be an elf, you know, like all the, you know. The standard fantasy the, you, stuff. stuff. But within them, you can be a kind of like an upper class or a lower class, one of them. And each one, like, so I think there ends up being six or seven um, backgrounds you can be from. And each one of them has its own like two hour um, origin story. So you can go through, so that's why like, you finish the game like oh man that's so cool now i wonder what it's like if i play a lower class elf and then you start it off and then you like see the whole world from a different perspective and then your the what you can do as a lower class elf in the story is different to what you can do as a upper class human for example because you just get treated differently um but it's really cool and then you get really attached to um you get really attached to your character like low, mm. like really bad and then I, what was funny is the when dragon age inquisition came out your character from Origins is like this mythical kind of like um, figure who saved the world, and now it's a little bit later. So it's kind of cool, um, yeah. But that's it, really. That's kind of like oh, the other ones. Like they made Dragon Age Two, which was kind of crap, and Dragon Age Inquisition was uh, was a really good game, a really good game. But it kind of came out when nothing else had come out. I think it was Get, right at the beginning of uh, it was game of the B- year, VGA game of the year, yeah. uh, Inquisition twenty sixteen. Um, wow. But yeah, I think it came out right at the beginning of the PS4, PS4 and there was sort of nothing else majorly yeah. out at the time, which helped it a bit, I think. But yeah, really cool game. Who did you romance? Who did I romance in that? Um, oh my gosh. I remember watching Dragon Age be played on like YouTube and stuff. And this the guy, Origins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this guy like going through it and like talking about the relationships he felt he was having with his team members and his party yeah. members and things like that. And he was talking about, uh, I can't remember her name or something like that. But it was like the, the mage in the team. And he's like, yeah, I like treat her like my sister. And she's, 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 she's awesome. And I really like the relationship I have with my sister and, and this mage. She's like the best. And then I think he just chose the wrong option for one dialogue. Yeah. And then like having sex with her. And he was like, no, this has broken up my whole relationship with my characters. Oh, I really hate this has happened. Well, I, I see what's cool is part the way the story goes is that... Um, 
there's like some kind of there's obviously there's some kind of prophecy or something rather but one of your characters is kind of like a dark mage called i think it's morrigan and she um she basically puts this offer to you at the end of towards the end of the game if you've made certain decisions to get there where she will um basically sight like have your child and then there's some weird stuff where like the the blood oh this i can't even remember it's been so long since i played it but I, I think in my first go, I tried, I romanced her. And so it became this huge issue because I was like, yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> Thinking like, this is just the, I was like, oh yeah, sweet. This is like the, the sex bill of the romance. <laughs> but then she actually, um, she like runs away with the kid at the end of the game. And there's, I think there's some DLC later that brings her back in that. But um, yeah, I remember playing it and being like, oh my God. And like, you have to make a choice in the game. So like, I think your main character can like die, obviously saving the world or whatever. And I think I obviously saved the world, but then I, and then they were like, oh, you should stay and be, um, cause you're one, well, you can also, you basically decide who becomes king and all of that. And I was like, my best mate, Alistair, he's going to be king. Alistair. Alistair, classic yeah. character. Um, but he was like, you must stay with me and help me be king. And I was like, no, I'm going after Morrigan like that. And then I, then he just sort of like fades off into legend. And I'm like, oh, he's somewhere out there. Like what happened? Did he find her or not? Hang on a minute. You're saying that the game will take away your child yep. <laughs> and will only give it back if you pay money. <laughs> For the DLC. For the DLC. Yeah, I, I don't think I did. I don't think I got the DLC. Or maybe I did. I can't remember. Just don't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> Bioware are terrorists. Damn it, Bioware. We should have seen this years ago. Um, but yeah, really cool. Yeah, it's just hard to play at the moment. I, I wonder if when they... Because Dreadwolf... Um, That's the is, official name now, isn't it? I think it is Dragon yeah, yeah. Age... The dread, the, the dread wolf, wolf or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do all um, the other Dragon Age games have like similar pathways? You can take. Or well, two. Well, yeah, the, yeah. So all the games have got different ways things can go, um, but the big thing in two that was different is that you just pl- you were a a guy or girl um, who was this character in the world, a pre-subscribed kind of character yeah. instead of a make your own. Yeah, and you'd still be a mage or a hunter or a, or a warrior or whatever, but um, yeah, it took away a little bit of the freedom of who you were, and then. Inquisition kind of brought that back a bit, but you're still, your character was still just the same thing. I don't know, like you, you were still either a mage, but you, you started the same way. Um, so yeah, that was the thing that I liked about Origins that you really, it was like, it was like literally D and D where it was like, oh, I'm gonna play a which, dwarf, but who was a noble and like this, that, and then yeah, like which is interesting because Bioware, uh, sorry, uh, Dragon Age coming as an offshoot out of. Baldur's Gate and Baldur's mm. Gate is based off Dungeons and Dragons as yeah. in the exact same rule sets it's in the ne- like um, what's it called Never Neverwinter Neverwinter and stuff yeah. so it's like you, you there's clearly like the DNA is going through and then once it once they expanded it into something it turned into its own just mm. western RPG type of thing but yeah so when Dreadwolf comes out I don't know how much they will I don't know because I, I, I just don't trust Bi- Bioware at the moment so I'm sure I'm sure they'll try with it but i don't know what they're gonna do with yeah this i definitely i'm definitely in though but yeah yeah so that's my first thing with uh, those pathway games i do always get worried i always get fomo that i've made mm. the wrong choice oh, or something like that and when it was i was playing cyberpunk recently and it's making you like it's got you have a time limit to answer and i'm like no i need to think about the repercussions <laughs> of what i'm about to say tactical saves yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. some saves coming heavy rain was the one for me Oh, yeah. oh boy the amount of, the amount of times you have to go back and like just obviously be like oh <laughs> I think it's in there don't look 
I think it might be in yeah, there. Yeah, Don't yeah, look. I remember when that game <laughs> came like, out. Oh, it wasn't in there because I didn't look. He was like, oh, now we get a new ending. <laughs> so, so, so I remember like, so obviously like, you just have to forget you holding the controller yeah. to get a certain ending. <laughs> to get the best ending, not the the best outcome, but the best ending, you had to do some like, really dumb stuff. Was that the kid dying? Yeah, yeah. and then him blowing his head off. <laughs> the best ending. The best ending is the best ending is Ethan Ethan's the, the son dies. So Ethan then at the end is really depressed and you don't catch the killer. Yeah. And then the origami killer. And then you at the end the girl is then gets in a relationship with him. You go to his grave and he's like okay. really depressed and, and she's like it's okay, we can start something new. We can start a new life. Like, I know you've been through hardship, but it's okay. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Just give me just give me a couple of minutes. And she's like, okay, I'll be waiting in the car. She like walks back to the car and he just pulls out a gun and blows his head off. And then, and then it cuts to the origami killer just like walking, walking down, down the road. road. <laughs> 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 it's like, it's like I never crazy, got that yeah. crazy really good. ending. Yeah. Um, Will. William. So, uh, my... William, William Tell. William That's Tell, the first. <laughs> the one who shot the arrow, not the one who had the apple shot off his head. Correct. As the folklore is to be believed. My... Was <laughs> that a reference to a Taylor Swift album? Folklore? No. He's recommending folklore. Yeah. 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 Swiss folklore is... It's crisp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's not a media recommendation. Well, there's a recommendation to... This is a media podcast. No, no, If you want to recommend um, a certain VPN, Express <laughs> VPN, you can get 20% off with this code. I, I do have a media to back this <laughs> okay, up, just in fine. case it's rejected. Uh, but last week, uh, I went on holiday. And oh. Where'd you go? I went to Kent. Oh. Which, you know, cheap and cheerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Staycation, um, as they call it. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like we, we basically didn't leave the house. No. Um, oh. No. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Gentleman doesn't like. <laughs> We've all played those visual novels. We get it. I am going to recommend, on that note, a massage. Oh. 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 <laughs> William, I am so happy you brought something like that. Tell me all about your massage. So we went to the Wild Irish Spa. Okay. And twenty percent off of this code. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just code oil. <laughs> um, and we, we we went for a couples massage, or couples oh. connection. It's oh. called. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and you basically have three stages. Um, the last of which is just sit- acceptance, <laughs> denial, <laughs> yeah. retribution. Kind of. The, l- the last one though is just sitting in a room and e- drinking a coffee. So I don't oh. don't really include it as part of it. Um, yeah. It was it was a nice room though. It's like looking over a forest. I digress. The you um, the first thing that you get is a foot rub where they like put your feet into hot water and then they rub it down for you, mm. towel it off. They bring you upstairs and put you onto like the big massage tables. And I think the whole thing is like an hour long, like just being massaged. And it was one of the most relaxed I've been for a long time. Question. How much did you pay for? We paid (laughs) (laughs) the low, low price of, I think, about 80 quid each. Oh, Oh, that's all right. right. I thought you were going to say a lot more. This is so funny you brought this up because I (laughs) I had friends over yesterday. And we, we massaged each other. Wait, I didn't, I, I didn't come over to you. No, it was a different friend. Um, <laughs> Wait, Juan. You other, other, I have got other friends, yeah, sorry. 
Um, and they were t- they were talking about how they were they thought they were going to go for a spa like in the rest because half term they are going to go for a spa, and um, yeah, it might get a massage. And I literally was just like, I don't know if I, I don't know about massages, you know, because I don't know yeah. like I don't know if I really want to be touched so much by someone I don't know. Was that did you was that something an issue you had at all or were you no. like, no, get right in there? Like, I, I was <laughs> I was well up for it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Will's it, a really open guy. Yeah, I said that. Like, it, I think if you are someone that is averse to being touched, then that is a barrier you have to get through. But yeah, um, I like it. Just, <laughs> just so that was the, that was the first part. What was yeah. the second part? Oh, so the first part first was the, the first part was the foot rub. Second part was the massage the table, full, the, the full body. and the third one was like a, 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 a sit in their relaxation room, as they called it, oh. um, which that was just, nice. It sounds good. Just sit and <laughs> just chill out, mate. Yeah. <laughs> was the coffee Eight free? Quid? Coffee was free. Yeah. Oh, fine. Oh. Okay, good, good. good. So, yeah. so really, it's seventy-seven pounds with a three-pound coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When um, me, Tommy, and well, I was, get, I was just about to say, does anyone else have any issues with Because I'm when we were in Thailand. Like, Wait, are you allowed to say this? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Perfectly fine. This, this, fine. this one. We were like, massages are so cheap, and like, there's ones down the road and things like that. And I think you pay like ten pounds for like a, an hour's massage and things like that. So we all, we all went in for one at the same time, and um, it was literally just like. A long, long row of like, like yoke, Ju- judo mats, yeah, or something. judo mats, oh. and we were literally shoulder to shoulder <laughs> getting massaged, and they were doing the same routine on each of us at the same time, like a synchronized dance. Yeah, <laughs> and so you did like the other one of the other guys re- react to that. So, through, so regularly through this hour-long massage, you'd hear a grunt, and then one of us would laugh, <laughs> just like it massaged as lo- like you're laughing and like you're sort of like your chest cavities like. Exploding as you go, but there was one part at the end which was like an MMA move. They literally <laughs> like twisted you around and tried to click all your back up. And Elliot made this noise that was just so like primal. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, <laughs> it's just all the air exited his lungs, and me and Tom were in the same position and start laughing. And I think I like pulled a rib, <laughs> rib muscle or something because it was just like not in any position to move. I think the one bit I remember of that massage was when we were put in, I don't know if it was a cross-legged position or something, and then basically babied, where (laughs) they started stroking our hair, and it made me feel very uncomfortable. It felt like a very long hour. Um, Sounds like you have positive memories of this. (laughs) I've had one massage since, and it was equally as terrifying. Um, And I, but I... I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll try again on Will's recommendations. Yeah. What, what the, if someone falls? If you fall asleep, if you fall asleep during a massage, is that a compliment to the masseuse? And if you're asleep during the massage, is that a waste of money? Mm. Mm, good question. I think it's a waste of money. Unless, yeah. unless, unless you suffer from like insomnia or like yeah. you can't sleep, and they do make you sleep, then that's money well spent. Yeah. Um, but do you go in like going oh this is so relaxing I could fall asleep because while I'm having a massage I'm, I'm just, I feel relaxed but I don't think I could ever fall asleep during one well on that topic my massage so I've only had uh, am I the only person who's never like paid for a massage you've never paid for one no I've only, wow. I've, only I've, I've paid for two and it was on the same holiday damn and I was in Hong Kong with a friend and wow um <clears throat> The first one we went in, and it was an all right looking establishment. 
and <laughs> you sure you want to go my, my so so i wasn't sure what to expect having never had a massage and i was maybe 26 27 and so I mean, walked, a couple of years ago yeah yeah exactly, exactly so i was quite i was older kind of um going into it the first time and i i didn't know what to expect so we walked in and then the, this guy like walked me into the room and he was like oh um okay if you want to like and he went like oh if you want to like and i went oh do you need me to take off my clothes mate and he was like no <laughs> just lie down on the bed and i was like oh right okay fine cool okay so just lay down and from there on oh, it, okay. was, it, was, it was fine it was quite nice he was on his phone for most of it whilst like whacking his elbow into my back and then like i'd like like have my eyes closed and then i just hear like this like like <laughs> i was like what the fuck and then i realized he's texting so that massage was fine that it felt it was all right it was fine we then also went out and it was very hot. We got very sunburned whilst sunbathing. Oh. So we got very drunk and there was this kind of like five-a-side football pitch with like stadium seating around it. So we went and just bought a couple of beers, sat there getting more and more drunk. And then we walked home back to the, the hotel and we saw a shop with neon uh, lights and a curtain as a door and we thought fancy a massage so we both walked in <laughs> say like thinking yeah let's go for a massage and we walked in and we were greeted by i reckon circa 60 year old hong Kongese. is that the correct word? uh hong kang hong kang ladies nice. who it's not true <laughs> I, think, I think it's Hong, i think it's hong kong i was ready i think anyway two ladies who sat us down and then they were like oh yes what we do is we do leg massages and i was quite drunk leg massage yes so i was like oh. yeah no worries at all sat down put my legs up and then i realized that i was very sunburned so she went to town on my legs backwards and forwards like rubbing like really going in deep and i was like gritting my teeth through pain and i was like could you just be a bit softer oh you can see it's um burnt but like sunburn and she was like oh yeah no problem <laughs> it was um uh, that was traumatic that was mm -hmm. not a nice experience and i haven't had one since and i live above and that's yeah, like I was going to say, we are right above one right they now. They do. Every now and then I go and get my post from them and they have a sign uh, in by the cashier. The, the teller? Is that yeah. The cashier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teller? By the teller? Uh, saying, do not ask for a happy ending or else <laughs> you will have to pay double, blah, 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 blah. Wow. So they have a sign there for it. So it's pay double for a happy ending. <laughs> 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 Wait, they're what? below me right now. Um... <laughs> Elliot, would you me. like to bring something to, um, uh, to the table? Yeah, mine is not a media thing either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> media um, it's actually a drink. Oh. oh. Yeah. Uh, and white like, Claw. White Claw. I actually <laughs> considered buying White Claw. I've never had White Claw. It's, do you know what? I've used to be a, seltzer, a big, right? big, yeah, alcoholic seltzer. Used to be a massive fan. Featured on the uh, White Claw Instagram page. You once. did? Yeah, me and Tom. Um, oh for a split second, it, it was at a festival, and they removed our beers from our hands and replaced them with the white claw. 
Um, <laughs> but we featured in a, a film. We haven't got any free white claw from it. So I kind of, a, a love was lost. Yeah. Um, but no, this is actually, and I, I, it's not my favorite drink, but it's one I recommend people have to try. Okay. okay. Um, so Soji. From Korea, okay. Okay. I've actually I poured. No, out, no. Yeah, have you bought yeah, I poured out two shots, and I've got oh. two different flavors. I wanted to see. I have shot glasses. Yeah, so I've picked out your shot glasses. Not sure if they're egg cups or shot glasses. <laughs> so I don't me. think I own egg cups. Right, I'll so. go get them. Okay. Right, so one for you. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh, these, no, these are the. Um, these are proper like. Sucker. Sucker. Oh, okay, cool. Sucker. So, so I have two flavours and I want you to try and guess what flavour it is. Oh, I've got that one. Right? I, I can see the flavour. You can see the, the bottles. <laughs> yeah, you can see. So oh, we don't know. I don't so know. So we've got, we've got, well, what are you getting from, I mean, you've Oh, I'll tell you what, I just sniffed mine. I thought it was peach, but I've just seen it's plum or so plum strawberry. Or strawberry. Okay. And this is actually, oh. the flavour I've given you is my favourite flavour. I have peach in the fridge. Do you? Of that. Oh, so you have peach in the fridge. Oh, yeah. that was the I one I bought last Yeah, it was the one you bought last time. That's how much I recommend it. Okay. So you just you just take that and leave it in people's fridges then, do you? Yeah, that's, I think that's how much you like, I say, like, you've got to try it. Is this alcoholic? <laughs> yes, so it's like uh, 13%. So lots of people also have the original with beer. Like okay. It's like a mix, so if you yeah. they would pour, like, yeah, so I don't know. Do you want to try it? How do you want, do you, do you just want to So sip? normally, a, yeah, have, have, a, have a bit of a sip. And, and, then, then, and then do we try a reaction? Flavors. I like some, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you guys can have some as well, yeah, feel free. Oh yeah, so you went for the shot? Yeah, I went for the shot. I'll just do a sip. What are you guys? I tell you, it doesn't to? taste alcoholic. I don't know if it's where I've just had some beer. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting strawberry. I'm getting good. Oh, it's good. very gentle. I'm getting real, real strawberry mm. vibes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll try the rest of your one. Yeah, l- l- lick the bowl. It's, it's like, I don't know um, if I'm getting strawberry from this one. Do you, do you want like to pour the other one up yeah. and down? Pour the other one. And then, and then, I, then we can get, say... Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've not drunk all of that. But okay, let me try I, this I would one. guess that that's plum. That was really nice, though. Did you pass the plum? In fact, that's definitely plum. Pass the plum? I ate a plum the other right, day. I've just got to take the other one so I can do a hide. I'll let you pour yours out. Okay. Take me 24 hours. So you're going to guess maybe one or two. So that was number one. So dear listeners, if oh, you have any... Oh, have the same? Yeah, so you had the same. We had the same. I'm sure that was plum. I'm sure it was strawberry. Really? Yeah, hundred percent strawberry. Okay. Have your... Yeah. Dear, dear listeners, if you have any shonen, no, what's it called? Shojo. Soju. Soju. Shonen. You pronounced it differently earlier. You said sojo or something. Sojo. Sojo. So you get different brands as well. Sushuan. Is it is it meant is it meant to be sojo? This is the other. No, I made it. I didn't know what it was called. I I I knew I knew the name is roughly like that. Mugs, you fucked up. This is a hundred percent strawberry. I'm not even drunk here. This is no, it's plum. This is peach, mate. I don't even need to drink this. This is strawberry. What are you saying? Wait, we'd get wait. But we need the ASMR. That's plum. What's funny though is that that actually smells more like strawberry than what it tastes. No, it tastes like plum. No, I don't think that's that smells like like fake strawberry flavor, right? Yeah, you think it's it's plum? Really? Am I wrong? No, Jeremy thinks I'm wrong. Do you want it? I know mine was strawberry. Yeah. Wait, let me see. This is from the same bottle, I think. No, yeah, this, yeah. Okay, shall I tell you what they are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first one you tried was strawberry. 
was plum. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. the second one was strawberry. Yeah. And I yeah, mean, it does. Like, smell this. It's an empty glass. I think that's sm- strawberry laces. Do you know, do you yeah, know what? It's, it's like a fake strawberry thing. But so do you know, do do you know what? That, that's, the sign, that's the sign of a good drink. You know, a different head to the body. Yeah. So... What? so uh, a different nose to the mouth feel. It's so nice. It's really nice. Okay. Yeah. So how is this drunk, Elliot? Would you go through a whole bottle of this on your on your own? Would, or you, would you see it or fresher? Would it be like a, a uh, bottle? So it's more of a taster. I, I personally would take it maybe with a meal. Mm. But it's actually, the way I describe it, and I don't know if you agree, is you know gel pens? <laughs> if a gel pen could taste <laughs> yeah. like something. Yeah, what you mean? It's probably... <laughs> Like, like, like the smell, the yeah, smelly, the smelly gel, gel, gel pens, yeah. pens yeah. smelly gel pens. If they could taste of something, it would be it's this. this. But in a good way. Do you remember in WH Smith that when you buy them, there everyone what everyone would do is they would get it and they would scribble all over the cardboard like display mm. thing, mm. and then you'd like you'd, you'd smell sniff. it like scratch yeah. and sniff. Scratch and sniff. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Wait, I want to keep that. Do you remember? But, um, have some more. Feel free. I'll leave them in the middle. Well, no, yeah. let me get. Let me get. I the think other one. I preferred the plum one. Yeah. So I gave you plum one's my favourite. That's why I give you. I'm gonna try some peach. It's a whole no, bottle. Oh, <laughs> uh, you can do this with the glass as well. Let me say it's a cool. So, let's see if I can do the trick. How much? So this is thirteen percent. What's a bottle of what's a wine? Uh, it's a little wine. It's like fifteen. Uh, ah. So if you drank, so if you drank one of these, it's like having half a bottle of wine. Basically. Yeah. So you probably wouldn't. Okay. Yeah. Do you want some red wine? No, I'm good. I'm okay, driving. Okay. But I don't know what the traditional way <laughs> just, of drinking just, soju is. Just one yeah. bottle of soju will be fine. <laughs> I have seen, I did see a video though of someone like necking a beer and then have it, or like some, they do, they do, do something weird with it. You, is it you get it with you, a beer. Yeah, so, so it's Korean. When I, yeah, so yes. it's Korean. Um, when you have I like Korean to... barbecue and you get like a beer and soju. And like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I went to this place and you could buy a jug of beer and then they would put a soju bottle in it upside down mm. and oh. then it would fill it up. I guess when you I've pour seen it out. that. I swear I've seen that. So it's like it's like a shandy, yeah. but with soju. Mm. It's like Korean weather spoons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's my nice. something that I recommend people try. Oh, absolutely. I'm. I'm. I. I purposely never opened that one because I didn't know who brought it and I didn't want to disrespect the person. It's, I that's awesome. Stand up in the group chat a few times, I think. That's oh, many times, many possible. times. Because is it, is it alcoholic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, it, is this alcoholic? Isn't it a thing with the soju or is it sake where the, the youngest person of the party has to be serving everyone drinks? Oh, and you I have to always to... serve it with... with Sounds kind of Japanese. So yeah. in like, I don't, I don't know how true it is, but in like, I believe in the career you have to turn away from the most, uh, the eldest or the most respected oh, in the so group. You would, you would like so, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the most respected in the room. Or, well, yeah, so, el- I think so it's eldest. Um, like I don't know how true that is. We're talking about South Korea, by the way, yeah? Uh, yeah. Cool. Well, I've been watching a Chinese drama and they quite often... Wait, are we on your no, no, recommendation no, no, now? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would recommend it. Um, but yeah, that's they, they often like bring up their thing and drink with like a... They're like Shield. down in front of it. So ah. no one can see them drink. Oh, cool. um, it's very interesting. Um, do I need to recommend something? You do now, unfortunately. Ah, cool. We're into the intellectual corner now. Um, uh, by your piece of paper, it looks like you're about to recommend Bomb Squad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will start with... Um, so I'll start with something a bit niche. I'm going to recommend an anime. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't say it with a straight face. He's actually recommending an yeah, anime. Yeah, I will actually recommend an anime. Um, only because I still need to think of the third thing I want to recommend. Do you um, watch anime? I, 
Um, <laughs> I realised that over the course of 18 months, on average, averaged, on average, I had watched, this is over 18 months, I'd watched eight episodes of anime a day. Um, so that's actually, that's about two and a half hours, just a bit like, probably about two hours or so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every, Every single day for 18 months. And are you saying this proudly? <laughs> are you recommending that we watch <laughs> Some, you know, you know, interventions. Yeah. <laughs> I need help. Help <laughs> <laughs> um, No, the anime that I'm going to watch is called um, FLCL, um, which is referred to as Fully Cooly cool. or Fully Cooly in the show. It's called a lot of different things in the show. It's only six episodes long. Um, it's wild. It's crazy. It's a fever dream. Like you, you I couldn't, mm, I actually can tell you what happens, but I don't know really what happens. And it is just six episodes of animation, indie rock music, and teenage sexual understanding, you know? Why oh, no. did you recommend this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I've, I've been, I've been ridiculous there. Uh, it's a really understanding. I don't, he doesn't mean no. no I, I've seen, I've seen. It's this, a coming of age, as yeah. it, as in a fourteen-year-old boy. What do they feel in life? I see. Some people feel bullied. Some people start fancying girls. Some people get into music, get into art, get into things. That's that's kind of where you start like forming opinions on stuff and going. Some people have TVs growing out of their heads. Some people have TVs growing out of their heads. Some people pl- get Rickenbacker bass guitars and and beat each other up with them. This is all in Fully Cooly. Some Slay Titans and some. No 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 no! no. You're waving away from Fully Cooly. We were staying with Fully Cooly. Oh, you're just saying other fourteen-year-olds in anime is what they experience. <laughs> no, everything I've said is in Fully Cooly. <laughs> you want you want a um. A yellow Vespa? It's in Fully Cooley. You want indie rock music? It's in Fully Cooley. You want an episode which has 10 minutes of South Park style animation in an anime? It's in Fully Cooley. The, show, the show's wild. It's basically just about a boy who is growing up and uh, starting to understand life and, and questioning stuff. And it's just weird. Would you it's a fever dream. Would you recommend it? I'd recommend first, it to anyone. First time animators. Why not? Mm, yeah. Why not? You'll see the furthest reach of anime. No, you won't see the furthest reach of anime. Uh, it's really cool. You can actually watch it all on YouTube as well. Um, so you don't need to... You can watch it all and then still watch two other episodes of something else for your eight episodes a day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Also, the soundtrack is by a Japanese band called The Pillows, who are like an indie rock band, and it's just constantly playing throughout the show. And it's just, if you like indie rock from like the mid-2000s, it's sick. The animation style changes almost every 10 minutes as well. So it's like, oh, there's traditional animation. There's like hand-drawn stuff. There's computerized stuff. There's South Park style stuff. There's Western stuff. There's all sorts. Like, it's, it's, oh, and then, then there's one of the best moments where it just suddenly turns into a manga. And it literally follows an entire page of a manga, not even animated. It's just drawn. And, they're like, and then later on, it's like, oh, yeah, what about that manga episode? And they're like, Oh no, we can't do that again. It was too expensive. The uh, producers got really angry that we tried to do that again at the uh, last episode. So we're going to go normal animation for this. This is the characters. The characters are saying this in the show. It's crazy. Um, so I'd recommend Fully Cooley. Nice. Okay. 
I want to play a game with you guys. I've got, I've got, I've got a couple of little things we're going to do. Do you know our recommendation? I think I, I recommended Dragon Age. Yeah. Yeah. We've yeah. gone yeah. round. I know it was. Uh, uh, this wasn't very impactful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's cool because uh, I'll tell you what is impactful um, is a game that we haven't played for a long time called Boss or Dross. Oh. Uh, Mugs wants me to Bullshit. So I have got 10 bosses from what I'm calling the Elden Soulsborne Shadows series. Um, <laughs> oh, now, what I've done is I've got 10 of them, and I, you've all got paper in front of you. Um, what I want you to do is, as I tell you the boss, um, you're going to just basically write down, is that boss boss? So is it a real boss from the games? Or is it Dross? Is it something I've made up? Do you call it the Elden Soulsborne? I called it Elden Soulsborne Shadows Edition of Boss oh Dross. Oh my god. I don't really know Sekiro. There are bosses from Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3, Bloodborne, Elden Ring. Demon Souls? Demon Souls and Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. I've never played any Some of them... So, yeah, but like, you, you'll, get, you'll, get, you'll get why I've got some of them. I platinum them all, yes. Yeah, Actually, that's not true. There's not, there aren't, because... Yeah, we'll get to that anyway. But anyway, so, uh, are you ready? We have to say boss or... We just you just write it down and then we'll go around and see what you think. Okay? So, the number one is Bell Gargoyle. Bell Gargoyle. Boss or Dross? Uh, cover your answers. So yeah, yeah no, no cheating. Imagine this is a GCSE English test. Number two <laughs> is the Gaping Dragon. I like, I like that boss and dross are the almost the same amount of letters so like when you're scribbling you can't yeah, really hear yeah, something mm. uh, three is the groping horror hmm. is that a Chris Sloan joke <laughs> <laughs> I know that, that's the moment like, mm. so what was it say? Uh, can, you, can you use that in a sentence yeah um, a girl was trying to get home but a groping horror tried to get into her uber <laughs> Okay, and can you get can I have the country of origin? <laughs> Essex. Um, number four is. Why is it about me all the time? Number four is. Is ceaseless discharge. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> that was number four. That was four, yeah. Um, number five is the dirty colossus. You've, you've not picked obvious ones here. Number six is Murgo's wet nurse. <laughs> the thing is, though, is if we believe them... <laughs> yeah. None of them. Number seven is Celestial Emission. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just looking down the list. Um, <laughs> number eight. Are we on eight, yeah? Yeah. Inner father. Inner. <laughs> Inner father. Oh, yeah. I'll leave another. <laughs> <laughs> or her father. Inner father. I'm trying to picture all of these yeah. bosses if they were a boss. I want you to. I want you to really picture a gaping dragon. That's what. <laughs> um, number nine is Sir Leopold Veneer, shaft wielder. <laughs> 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 oh, some of these have to be true, right? Uh, and the last one, the last one, number 10, is the bell-bearing hunter. <laughs> the bell-bearing hunter. Now, I, I would... <laughs> I think you laughed too hard at that one. That was... 
So out of those ten, um, what's uh, so you can't change your answer now. So pens, pens down. Do you want Wait, I haven't written in my answers. Boom. I want you to know that there are three that are dross. No, three. what? Do you know? Do you know what? I'm not going to lie. There was a moment between answers seven to nine that I I thought to myself, Ah, this is Kristen quiz. <laughs> They're all dross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. went, should I change all of my answers to dross? Okay, so number one, Bell Gargoyle. What did you all pick for that? Boss. Dross. Dross. Okay, that is a boss. That yeah. is a Dark Souls boss, the Bell Gargoyle. Um, number two is the Gaping Dragon. I went boss. Dross. dross. That is a Dark Souls boss. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, well done. Big fan. The Groping Horror. Dross. 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 <laughs> That's dross. Yeah. That is dross. Yeah. Groping or apologies. Um, ceaseless discharge. Boss. Boss. Ce- <sighs> Not a chance. This is one I was unsure about, and I said boss. It's a Dark Souls boss. No. Dark right. So Dark Souls. Dark is, Souls. Is, Dark Souls one. is the Dark Souls of boss names. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> um, Dirty Colossus number five. Boss. 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 Yep, that is a demon souls boss. Mm. I think I fought that. Yeah, it was a boss in the game, so yeah, he probably did. Um, Murgo's wet nurse. Boss. Frost. I've got boss. boss. That is a bloodborne boss. Oh, yes. Yeah. I knew that Murgo was something in it, yeah. and I was like, oh, wow. Is this like another part of it? Uh, celestial emission, number seven. Dross. Dross. What do you guys say, uh, number seven? Boss. I went boss as well. That is dross. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there is, though, there is celestial, celestial emissary. Yes. See, I knew that one. And when, when I knew that that was a boss, as in the celestial yeah. emissary, I was like, has Chris just slightly changed all the names in I them? got really excited because when I was looking through the, the original Dark Souls ones, there were a load of like really weird, like gaping dragon and stuff like that. But mm. the rest of the series isn't as weird. Wow. Um, Inner Father. I put Dross. I put Dross. I went boss. I went boss. It is a boss. Yeah. It's no, a, it's a Sekiro. It's inner, like I N N E R. Yeah, not in her. Because there's Father Gascoigne <laughs> in Bloodborne, and mm. I wasn't sure if it was like a repeat of his yeah. boss battle or something. Uh, Sir Leopold Veneer Shaft Wielder. Boss. Dross. Dross. Shaft Wielder. Number nine. Please, <laughs> please tell <laughs> Dross. It is Dross. Okay, but uh, I I worded it like a lot of the Elden Ring mm. bosses are, um, and the Bell Bearing Hunter. Oh. Boss. Oh, still dross. That is a boss. That is an Elden Ring boss. Woo! Yeah, I thought wow. the bell. The bell sounded like an Elden the Ring. The bell, thing. yeah. Um, yeah. So that was uh, that was boss or dross? The um, Elden Soulsborne Shadows edition. Just like how did you get? Well, we got six out of ten. Six out of ten. Unbelievable. Oh, uh, Andy, how'd you do? Eight. Eight out of ten. Because I'm a gamer. Uh, Elliot. Uh, seven. Seven and uh, uh, Jess. Uh, four. <laughs> oh! It's quite interesting how this reflects our normal quiz on a Friday results. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, um, we are just that smart. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> Chris, what's my prize? Um, well, we, I've got another quiz for you later, so we have to see if you win that one. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mugs gets a second quiz. I'll tell you what, your prize, Mugs, is you can go next for our uh, recommendation. I went last time. Yeah, but like, come on. All right. <laughs> Should we um, go the other way around this no, time? No, 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 it's fine. I know what my second thing is. I need to think of a third thing. Um, so my second thing is a film. Surprise, surprise. Um, and I'm actually think, a massive film buff. Um, I actually, I've actually watched a lot of films. In fact, <laughs> did you know in 2021, I watched 365 films? Did you? I actually watched more than that. 
That's amazing that you then also watch two hours of anime a day. <laughs> <laughs> and that is during that year. And the film. Yeah. Um, it was really annoying. Because <laughs> I often just wanted to watch anime. Um, Do your work not miss you? <laughs> I'm self-employed. <laughs> um, so I'm going to recommend a film called Dogtooth. Oh, you told me about this one. Yeah, yeah. I don't think any of you have actually seen oh. it. This is a Yorgos Lanthimos who came up la- in last week's podcast. Thanos. Is this the really violent one that you showed us? I might have showed you like a section like of it. beating each other up and like ripping bits off of each well, other. Let's not go too spoilery. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> I would actually, I would hugely recommend it. So Yorgos um, also did The Favourite, Taming of a Sacred Deer and mm. The Lobster. Um, so it, often there is very unnerving dark horrible kind of stuff with weird black comedy throughout it did we see a film of his this year no No? i remember those names coming up yeah no he um i might have mentioned i think it was when i was talking about another film i said this is similar um i I think you you mentioned it while we're at banshees yeah it's in like a dark comedy yeah yeah i want to read you a little section here about the um the description um a mother and father Desperate to shelter their three children from the outside world, create a self-styled utopia inside the walls of their secluded compound. The three children have never ventured outside and spend their days being educated and entertained within the limits of a strict and suppressive system concerted by their father. So far removed are they from the real world, they have their own vocabulary and believe cats to be dangerous wild man-eating predators, aeroplanes flying overhead to be toys and small yellow flowers to be zombies when the father invites a trusted outsider into their home to service his son's sexual urges the domestic balance is disturbed and the protective bubble surrounding their lives soon implodes so this is this is a this is a family who who the parents (laughs) have their children only living in their house every piece of media they consume is heavily self-edited like recordings of tv they've like recut themselves they they talk in this weird language because they've created their own version to have like no moral bad things in it and it's just this bizarre weird super uncomfortable film um that is very surprising many many times Mm. um so i would hugely recommend it it's not for the faint of heart um but it's pretty damn interesting i don't think that many people have seen it some kind of sexual theme with your stuff so far isn't there sexual awakenings you know yeah (laughs) it's been a while (laughs) mugs is this one i can watch with my family no, <laughs> absolutely not. You, I've watched a few films. Depends on depends on depends on what you can watch with your family. To, to, how how um, far have you been with your family with something? Oh, for God's sake, Max! No, no, no. no. As in, film, um, film wise, what, what what's what, what's what's something that you, you Hand thought? Handmaiden. We watched recently. Was that okay? There was. It was fine. It was. Um, that, because that there's has there's some a moment. scissoring scene in that there quite lengthy <laughs> lesbian sex scenes. More than I thought. At least two. Yeah, especially when it came on a second time. <laughs> uh, 
but also but let's not turn people off the handmaid no, you, you no great it is a sensational like, film isn't it thoroughly you, you shouldn't have rewound that scene man <laughs> <laughs> it is an excellent film isn't it <laughs> great loved it yeah thought handmaiden was awesome yeah uh before that watched that men film which i, I haven't seen that so oh, i can't come in i can't come in it's it's probably i can i don't know if i can recommend it or not oh really but yeah would you recommend it to me do you know what? Like, watch it because yeah. it's an experience. It's different. Mm. Whether I enjoyed it, okay. I'm not sure. Because I, sure. I see, I see coming off the back of like Annihilation and Ex Machina, I'm like Alex Garland. Annihilation, great. Yeah, loved it. Ex Machina, Ex Machina. Great. great. Loved, loved it. it. Men. Men. Whoa! What the hell just <laughs> happened for that last half an hour? Oh really? That's worth it. <laughs> oh cool. That kind of. I have seen reviews say it's like the most shocking ending, or like the most outrageous ending, like of a film. It's just, it's just bizarre. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure what it's trying to tell me. Yeah. Like, I'm just a massive Rory Kinnear fan though, so I'll watch anything. And there's like fifty thousand of him. In that film, right? <laughs> yeah, which I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, acting's great in it though. I, I, cool. I would say. You can watch it with your parents. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you, Mugs. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> You're allowed. Yeah, yeah. I'm giving you my uh, seal of approval to watch it with your parents. And I like a reaction. A live streamed reaction. A live streamed reaction. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, so everyone watch Dogtooth because it's pretty cool and crazy. And some kind of edgy cinema, you know? Nice. Elliot. Uh, my next <laughs> one was actually a band. Oh, I uh, recommend a band. Lost Profits. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Uh, it's, uh, it's actually the band t shirt I'm wearing today. Oh. Don Bronco. Don Broco. Broco. Don Broco. <laughs> the Broco. Of which Mugs has seen live? I have seen live. Yes. No. Not seen live yet. We saw them live Mad in Madrid. Cool. Mad Cool in Madrid. Which, by the way, I learned stands for Madrid Cool. Not. Mad cool. And I was like, because I was like, this is the lamest name for a festival I've ever seen. Oh, it's mad cool. And then it was like, oh no, it's Madrid. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically, if you're into kind of alternative rock music and great live gigs, Don Broco are the band. See, I feel like it's a band you can see without knowing the music. I, I knew nothing of the music. And it was a fantastic time. Excellent live band. I think you played us some of this when we were doing the 24-hour race, well, Yeah, right? we listened to a whole album. Yeah, I think yeah. we listened to Technology, but the latest album... It's pretty, like, intense. Yeah, it yeah. is quite intense. Like, But everything... So from when they first started, which was just kind of almost, like, raw rock, to what they went through, which was a lot more, like, synthesised music, and it just gets more bizarre so it's almost worth listening to it from first album all the way through mm. uh, but their latest album which is Amazing Things which they're touring currently uh, <laughs> you've got tickets 20% off and uh, uh, I'm going to go and watch in the Royal Albert not Royal Albert Hall I did see them in the Royal Albert, Royal Albert Hall oh, wow. uh, but I'm going to see them at Ali Pali next year March. Oh, yeah. have you been yeah. to Ali Pali? yes I doubt it's kind of a crazy see... venue Frank oh, no, I didn't see Frank Gott. I actually saw know? Nothing I But went, Thieves. I went with you to see him. No, no, I was at so Nothing gig. But Thieves there. Were you not there? No, it wasn't that oh. one. Nothing But Thieves and it's a Loyal Carner. Cool, it's a cool venue. It's kind of weird. 
Great venue. Sounds yeah, really Cali. good. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of weird. I want to go to the darts. I want to go to the darts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to. I don't know that band. <laughs> Don Bronco as well. Um, Broco. I keep saying Bronco. Why am I saying Bronco? Um, the singer's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of cool. He is cool. Yeah. I, when, when, when we saw them, I didn't know what they looked like. And the first time he came on, he was wearing a short sleeve, like Hawaiian t-shirt tucked into like Levi's 501 blue jeans, like boot cut with like waist length or no, no, maybe like shoulder length curly hair. Yeah. And I was like, hang on a sec. Is this guy like cool? Like, (laughs) you know. Was he and he was cool. Mad, yeah, cool. he was cool. And he, yeah, he was mad cool. He was mad, yeah. he was mad cool. But yeah, I think as a band, their live shows are only going to get better. And I think nice. they're going to really be what we see. Like. Kind of when you see like Muse in a gig, you it's the theatrics, and I'm hoping they're going to push it more. They shouldn't. They shouldn't have been at three o'clock. Oh, they should no. have been like a nine o'clock yeah. on the second stage. Showing. Like yeah. That's what they deserved for how good they were. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so that's my recommendation. And album-wise, listen the whole way through, but Amazing Things is a great album. And uh, that's my recommendation. Does it, does it do, does listening on a phone do them justice? Or is like live just a completely different kettle? Uh, it's played almost. It's, it's they're quite, pretty, they're yeah. pretty one-to-one from yeah. like oh, memory. Really? Yeah, yeah. As in, as in it, it, they're like they're a great live band mm. as in like they sound like what the cd is but really loud and energetic oh, okay. so it's like i didn't feel like there was I, again i don't really know their music but they're not like oh we're just going to completely go off and do something totally different during the yeah. song. it's like they're going to play the song and it's going to be like sound really because i find with correct. alternative rock like frank carter i find them completely I find it completely separate. Like the energy mm. that's brought to a live show with, it, with the Rattlesnakes is just completely, I find it incomparable almost. Um, that's cool. I'll give it a listen. Thank you, Ellie. No worries. My pleasure. <laughs> Will? Me. Oh, so my we're one. We're just going backwards. We're going, we're yeah, going yeah, backwards yeah. around. Yeah. Um, so my, my next one is my board game. Ooh. Have you brought it with you? I have not. It is cumbersome. <laughs> um, it is called diplomacy. <laughs> it's called Tainted Grail, the Fall of Avalon. Sounds like oh. a Dark Souls boss. It is not dissimilar. Um, Avalon's it, Taint. <laughs> Avalon's Taint. I have thought that multiple times while playing it. Um, it's a Polish game. Um, it is very epic in scale. Um, has anyone played Betrayal at the House on the Hill? No. no, no. Okay, well, there's an, that's another recommendation <laughs> off the bat. Monopoly. I see. Betrayal <laughs> yeah. um, the House of the Hill is my favourite board game, um, and that is where you go through a haunted house and you like build up the haunted house as you go through. Um, but with Betrayal the House on the Hill, eventually you get to a haunt, and the haunt, one of the players becomes the traitor. Oh, I love that kind of game, man. And you've got a book. And in the book, there's a load of different scenarios and you basically, depending on like what dice roll you play or what card you get picked up, um, you go to a different scenario and then it like adds on like a metagame uh, mm. with like an end goal and something to do like 
maybe like a ghost appears and you've got to get to a place before the ghost does um or like loads of rabid dolls appear and you get swamped by dolls or there was one where bits start falling away anyway this game is a bit like portrayed at the house on the hill crossed with D &D. so you have a big thick book which is almost like a choose your own adventure book and your board um is like a map that is made up of different cards and you have to go to different locations you have to explore them you get flicked to a different place in the book um, and depending on what items you've picked up what characters you have and what skills you have you can take different paths in the choose your own adventure cool um and yeah so you have a sheet which is like almost like a quest sheet so there's like 40 or 50 odd things that you can do some of them are like eight parts um yeah so when I, we were out in kent we played a lot of this game uh, and, and were you playing that as like two of you yeah so oh. the person we borrowed it off he was playing it solo Oh, so wow, you can wow. you can li- oh, you can literally yeah. play this game like just to get you can play it against the game. Yeah. Um, but we were playing it just two of us. Um, you have the op because there's a, there's four player characters characters total, so you could take two each. Okay. Um, but you do get like penalties for having so many characters available. Because mm. um, theoretically, if you have all four characters, then if you have all of them together you can unlock most of the different paths. Like one, one of the, the first quests, um, there's three different ways of getting it. And one of them, if you are a character, you basically just get it for free. Right. Man, I love. I just love how much, how in-depth board games are. Because yeah. like, I, yeah. I used to play board games as a kid, but when I say I used to play board games, I mean literally like Scrabble. Yeah. yeah. Which is annoying because Monopoly is one of the worst games ever made. Yeah. Like yeah. it's so boring, and compare uh, yeah. it to some of the ones that you it's, end up playing with people who like board games. Has anyone ever finished a game of Monopoly? Absolutely don't, not. Don't just get to a stage where you're just like, oh, yeah, you're going to win. Someone's yeah. got all the money. Someone's got all the property. Yeah, you're yeah. just going round the Fine, board. Let's just like, give up now. Yeah, but like, because we've since we've like played a few in the last, I don't know, since COVID, I guess, really. Yeah, because like, during COVID, we used to just all meet up here and just like play <laughs> board games. No, but like we would, <laughs> we, we would play games like online and that, but. Um, I don't know. It's just it's crazy how many like these the, the amount of cool games I played. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know this was like a thing. Because isn't there like uh, Elliot? Was it you? Have you played Scythe? I've got Scythe. You've got Scythe. Haven't played. It Haven't yet. played. I've played Scythe. You played Scythe. Yeah. Oh, cool. 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 Because that's another one where I see a lot of people talk about. And I think I feel like the world of Scythe got turned into a like a like um a what am I trying to say? turn-based strategy game like right. the PC and stuff well it, it's, it's a very good game for that because first of all it's set in like Eastern Europe which is a setting that is not explored yeah. mm. through pretty much any media arguably The Witcher but even then yeah. they're, they're mixing in heavy other other different um, folklores but this is it's got the Russians uh, it's got Ukrainians it's got Germans it, and it's also set um just post world war 2 but it's also kind of like it's futurist it, it's like mechs yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, that... you you have like mechs which are like 1950s tractors so cuz there's there's a there's an artist who i feel like one of you has talked to me about previously who is does this kind of like future punk like but like 
it, it's like imagining um, Blade Runner, but it's like 1930s Eastern Europe. And it's oh, this weird yeah. like blend. I can't remember that Scythe, when they like did the video game, or whether there's another mm. board game which also has a video game which mm. has that aesthetic kind of. So yeah, there's there's like walking tanks. Yeah, stuff, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a bit like um, in the Love, Death, and Robots where they had like Midwest America. Yeah, mix. yeah, yeah. This yeah, is yeah, kind yeah, of the yeah. same theme, but it like the arts. There's so much art in Scythe, the board game, and it is all so richly detailed. Like mm. it is good art. Yeah. Um, it's nothing better than a well, like made board game. Yeah. Mm. And is it like? I'm not sure if it's just me in the group, as in, um, in general, our group or the people we hang out with, but you see a lot more board games or people being involved in more obscure board games. Well, that's what, that's what I mean is that like, I just have no idea. Like how, how do you find out about this yeah, crazy yeah. game? But like we, cause we played, even ones that aren't really that obscure, but like we played, um, what was that one we did here? Is it, what's the Hitler one? Secret Hitler. Secret Hitler, man. So fun. Mm. I love it. Cause it's basically just, um, it's like a mole it's like mafia mafia, sort of mafia werewolf yeah yeah that kind of thing Out but I, like that sort of game is just so fun you can do so many different variants on it but then it's just the, the arguments and the the sort of um, accusation yeah he said it. she said like who do you believe and trust and then reading people's man- mannerisms and yeah stuff. like our favourite kids TV show Saboteur <laughs> you know don't know what what <laughs> you don't remember it no. where they're like you are the saboteur and then you'd see it'd be they were in, a like a tower do, do, do any of you remember thing. a TV show called The Mole yeah you remember The Mole I think it was on like Sky One or something ah uh, what was it yeah though it was on BBC Two it was like oh, instead was of um, The Weakest Link I think well, so the idea behind it was they got like I don't know ten people all sit around in a circle and then just like you have to accuse each other no this is different right I don't okay. know because I think I think I think mine was called The Mole I think it was on like Sky because it, was, it had a big budget and they got oh, like 10 Oh, I wouldn't have people. watched then because remember I only had BBC. Yeah, you didn't I have BBC. Yeah, yeah, uh, Paul! Paul! <laughs> <laughs> and then, but basically, at the beginning of the show, one of them was the mole and the, and, and they would like, they, they would literally go to everyone and they'd be like, look, one of you here is a mole. Um, and they have to, and then they're in teams and they have to kind of do these activities and all that. And the whole time, this one person is just fucking around and just like trying to ruin all of the... Uh, all of the activities mm. they're doing, and then at the end of each time they, they vote someone off. It's literally it's literally mafia, but oh, done yeah. over a TV show. This. You've seen it? Yeah, 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 I have seen this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's very similar to the show I was talking Man, about. Sick. It was like kids. Oh, this is adults. Like, the kids one was great because it was like they had an earpiece, and whenever they would, one of them was told they were the saboteur through the earpiece. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you'd see this group of kids, and they go, "One of you," or they'd say, <laughs> "You are the saboteur," and. This kid would obviously try and hide that they're the saboteur. <laughs> and it's just not, it, they're so obvious that they're. The yeah, yeah. yeah. Among Us. It's so funny. We were talking about video games and tabletop. Well, I was at least looking up video games based off tabletop games because, like, what's the most famous one right now? Oh, Cyberpunk. Is based off a tabletop oh, game. Oh, of course. Yeah. Like, is it? Yeah, is yeah, it? yeah. It's a, it's a tabletop like pen, pen and paper RPG type of game. Um, however, Jeremy, what would you like? To... No, Chris. It's me. If we want to go, carry on the order. Yeah, it would be me next. Um, I want. I want to recommend. Oh. Um, I was going to say I want to recommend a book, but um, 
I'm not recommending a book. Uh, and I'm not. Uh, what I actually want to recommend is is a small series. This is going to end up being a recommendation of twenty six. No, it's not. It's <laughs> twenty six series of trilogies that have been written be. over twelve months by a be. single person. No, this okay, is different. Fine. This is not what you're expecting it to be. Um, this is. I'm gonna. I'm basically just gonna recommend a trilogy called the Farseer trilogy by Robin Hobb. Um, it's it's fantasy. Like everything that I'm recommending is fantasy. Yeah, sorry. Can I quickly ask a question? Because I've wanted to ask you this for so long. Because you always, all you do is text me saying like, Robin Hobb, Farseer. That's Hobb, all I do. Robin Hobb. Is Robin Hobb a man or a woman? Robin Hobb is a woman who is called Megan Lindholm. And she, when she started writing, she changed her, she, changed, she wrote under the pen name Robin Hobb because she, um, when she basically, when she, she's quite old now. When she started writing, it was kind of like, oh, I want to, could this be a man sort of thing mm. um, and she and, and there's a good interview there where she explains that she chose the surname Hob because H when she went into her book local bookstores and H was always at eye level mm. on the or where the books are so she picked Hob and H beginning because she wanted to be in the bookshelves where people would see um, basically this this trilogy and I say it's a trilogy actually it's not it's oh so it is book. 27 <laughs> trilogies written no, in one year it's it's, uh, it's it's totally finished it's completely finished it finished about two three years ago um and there's 16 books uh, <laughs> but it starts with a it starts with a trilogy um called the farseer trilogy um and it's it's literally a completely sort of classic um you know like young male protagonist coming of age oh no oh, i was gonna say it doesn't really have any secret powers but it kind of does um like a ya um no it goes a little bit further than that. it goes a little bit further than ya um especially as you move, move through yeah. the series um but it's it's a really great trilogy and it's it's kind of like so i'm doing when when i started reading again basically from being a kid to then being an adult and going actually i kind of want to read um it was this the first book of this called assassin's apprentice was the book that i got that I, I was like, I'm going to read a fantasy series, Google good fantasy series. And this was the first thing that came up. And I was like, right, damn, I'm just going to buy this. And I bought it for like 50p on worldofbooks.com, uh, which is a brilliant website. If you've never been it, you literally get any book for like 20p. It's crazy. But they, but, but they come and they've been like, bad. like someone's <laughs> literally someone's been shucking this book around. Their <laughs> it's like in the inside cover. It's like yeah. to Eleanor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, it's brilliant. It's, it's all in first person, which is kind of weird to when you, if you're not used to reading in first person, which it can be really jarring to start off with, but it, um, but it's fantastic. And it, it really, and this is kind of like a funny thing. If you know the story, it really puts you in the mind of the main character for the whole time. And, I don't know. It's, I, I don't think I don't think there's a character in in books that I've read that I uh, not that I relate to. Cause definitely don't relate to this character. But it's like I just feel like I know this person so well because you spend so long with the, with them. And you kind of when you finish that first trilogy, you go, oh oh, there's something else, and there's another trilogy, but it's not with them. And you're like, what is this? Oh my gosh, it's not this character anymore. How can I do this? And you read it and then it's actually really good. And then the next trilogy, you're back with this first character again. You're like, oh my gosh, what's going on? He's a bit older. I love this guy. Oh. I should, and, and yeah, I just, I'm currently doing like a sort of reread because I never actually finished. I never actually got to the end of it because um, I think the series, there's a series of four in there, 
that aren't any characters again. And I think I like got to the point where I was like, oh, I don't want to read about these new characters. I don't know. <laughs> I just want to read about this character. But the books weren't out yet. So and then it, they then she wrote these last three, which were back again with this main character, and um, it's just brilliant. It's it's the you, the journey you go on with the scene. He starts as like a six year old boy, I think, at the beginning, and um, yeah, by the time I, I've not even read it yet, but I know that he is like a sixty year old man or something by the end of the last one, and it's kind of yeah, it's crazy. It's a very emotional series. Have you emotional. read all sixteen now? I haven't. I'm I, what I'm doing is I'm catching up via audiobook to where I'd finished last time and I've got is this the series you were telling you were yeah. saying talking earlier so about, I've got yeah. one more one more audiobook to do and then I'm going to read the, the series of four that I never did and then there's the three final books which uh, I will read yeah so I'm very excited to see that. But, but that first trilogy is really great it's really really great um, yeah it's um that's just classic however you recommend books to us Chris is then you're just like oh just start reading just, this one book I mean, I mean the last thing I'm going to recommend to everyone might be what you're going to talk about so. <laughs> <laughs> and then it divulges into a whole universe yeah to go forward with it's called The Realm The Realm of the Elderlings is the whole series but the, oh, that's not as catchy a name as a, cool. another universe <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeremy I think we're back to you back to me so I'm a bit torn about what to recommend now because now I'm hearing everyone chat it's made me spur on a few things that i've been re-watching recently Look, all like i've that. talked about is teenagers being sexually awakened <laughs> so anything you say is better so i was gonna i was gonna recommend this netflix anime called called arjin so a-j-i-n oh. um it's got a re it's got a, the, the thing that really deters you is you watch it and it really the, the animation style is really jarring really okay. jarring it almost looks like a video game character npc the way they walk, the way their mouth moves and things. Um, You're selling it. Yeah. But then the way that like, but it's, it's about this world where there's certain people that have been inhabited by a demon and they don't know about it until they die. And then the demon re re reinvigorates them, brings them back to life and stuff, uh, resurrects them. Um, and then them being cast out by society or being experimented on by, for drugs and experiments and just like, you know, being treated as a lower life form and then this follows one kid who gets become realizes an argin and then gets exposed to the world of like argin terrorism and things and how things divulge from around it um but i'm not going to recommend that but it is a good watch um <laughs> did you did you just give an honorable mention i, just gave, an, I gave an honorable <laughs> mention to argin i haven't finished it yet so I'm, there's, a, there's two series on 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 net two seasons of it on netflix but i've only just finished the first one so I don't think I can give a full verdict on it yet. Um, but it's a very classic anime show where it's just like, you know, kid gets special powers, realizes he's special. Yeah. Works out what to do with that specialness. Yeah, um, I love it. That sort of, you know, that, that coming of age it's journey. It's a shonen. Yeah, <laughs> that coming of age journey that we've all experienced at 14. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah but yeah. what I'm going to recommend is um, one that I imagine people all might have watched, but not for a while, is Band of Brothers. Oh, man. Oh, wow. So I, I, Bring, you're bringing the power. Yeah. Here. So the IMDb number one rated TV show, or number two, I think maybe Prime Planet Earth. It's even number one or two on really? IMDb. Oh, I, I knew it was highly recommended, yeah, and, oh, and it's so been hard. out for ages. Um, and it came out in like 2001 or something like that. But I'd never actually watched it. But I, I saw it on your Apple TV and was mm. like, oh, I, I'm going to watch this. And it became my like, um, when Lou's out, it was like my series that I could watch without having to wait for her and things. Um, and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. 
I like you start off by going like there's like 40 members in Easy Company. How am I going to remember them? But by the end, you're like, God, I'm going to die for malarkey. Yeah. Yeah. It's also like a who's who of Hollywood, right? There's it's so like many characters. Every single like celebrity you've ever seen as like a male actor yeah. in the last 20 years was in Band of Brothers. It's Spiel- Spielberg, right? Yeah, yeah. Spielberg yeah. and Tom Hanks. Oh, Tom yeah. Hanks like is a big, wow. is a director of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think because they got together after following Saving Private Ryan to do Band of Brothers, and it's just it's intertwined with the real stories of Easy Company and their interviews and things and uh, yeah and how how like literally all these acts went to come to be and stuff and how some of the um, manoeuvres they did d- during like D-Day and stuff is still taught at in some army camps uh, back in uh, the States um, but yeah literally that you know Jimmy Fallon's in it really? Jimmy Fallon has a, has a cameo in it Fassbender's in it uh, wow. McAvoy um yeah, literally all these characters, all these all these big names now literally have like half a scene where yeah. they get they just get their head blown off yeah. instantly, and you're like, oh well, they would not ha- that would not happen now. Tom Hardy's in it, yeah. And stuff. yeah. Um, oh I had that with Black Hawk Down when like the King Killers yes. in it, and you're like, oh my god, this guy yeah. wasn't even famous then. Yeah, yeah, but Black Hawk Down is all and also um, Thin Red Line has an out basically any war film yeah. has an outrageous amount of celebrities what's the one that Vin Diesel's in He's that's in, thin that's that saving private is that saving private yeah. thin red line has a ton of people who i can't remember who it is it's someone like cumberpatch or someone like that who has a filmed a huge scene it's terence malick and he was like did this big important scene and then terence malick was like cutting floor nope uh, right your half an hour scene isn't in the film anymore it's just not in the film anymore it's like someone like a huge actor was just yeah. like oh no I'm not in this film anymore but yeah Band of Brothers again it's like it's so many people that you see you're like yeah. oh my god that's him like in 2001 like, yeah, yeah but yeah it's just a film that's just so interwoven with like actual historical accounts and things that you didn't realise happened during mm. the war and, and the, the things they went through and like the chain of command and how corrupt it can be at stages and how ridiculous it can be um and you know just fuck ross geller that's all i'm gonna say damn damn son and if you want if you want to enjoy further from that um i think there's now the pacific i saw that I which did see, yeah. is all is a spiritual library. sequel ah, okay. um, to it i i believe it is quite well acclaimed as well it's, it's not like a oh let's revisit in 20 years and try and build off the back of it the I easy company goes to, to vietnam yeah, yeah yeah it is meant to be very good as well um it didn't have the impact as bad brothers yeah. at that time i remember watching that as it was coming out and being like this is the best thing i've ever seen in my life it's been 10 yeah I, yeah literally yeah it probably was and yeah. but i haven't seen it since then i i really need to rewatch it so thank you for bringing that up yeah well, I'm glad you talk about something with which got lots of famous actors in it because um, oh, yeah. I was going to do. Here I was actually we, thinking we. I should do a quiz on like well, write down actors' names and were they in Band of Brothers? Oh uh, no! <laughs> well, my quiz is very similar to that because I've got ten questions for you um, again, like we did earlier. But what you're going to get is you're going to get three movies or TV shows for each question, and I just want to know which actor or actress was in all three. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Got you. Got me. So, should we start? Okay, so like Office Space, Friends, and Meet the Millers. 
Yuri will Geller. Be, will be Jennifer Aniston. Is correct. Cool. Is that that's what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've changed one thing now. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, so, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So the first one is Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. It's quite a few Harry Potters in this quiz, by the way. I see where this is going. Um, How to Train Your Dragon. And Jessica Jones, Marvel's Jessica Jones. So who is basically who is in um, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire? How to Train Your Dragon as a voice, I'll say, as a voice in House. Not as a three D character. They didn't make up, as far as I know. And and Jessica Jones, the Marvel, um, the Marvel show on Netflix. Okay, play along at home. Number two. I'm so bad at this. <laughs> We've got Into the Woods. Into the Woods. Peter Rabbit, 2018 film. Called Peter Rabbit. And Cats. As in the new one, you know, the new Cats film. Who was in um, Into the Woods, Peter Rabbit, and. Is this all Cats. women or is this could be men as well? There's men and women. Did you yeah. check that these are unique? I didn't check that they're uh, unique, but it's pretty. I feel like it's pretty unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one who had yeah. the highbrow taste of Into the Woods would be seen dead in Cats. Actually, to be honest, there's probably quite a few people that are in Into the Woods and Cats, but I think there's probably only one that was also in Peter Rabbit. I see. <laughs> okay. By the way, I hate that Peter Rabbit. I've not seen it. I think it's one of the worst films I've ever seen in my life. Well, there is a sequel because when I was checking through yeah, this know. person's uh, Wikipedia, I saw that there was a sequel coming up. Uh, right, number three. The Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1. <laughs> <sighs> Trolls World Tour. Oh. And Pitch Perfect 2. Which Twilight? Uh, the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1 which I believe is the third film and are you saying he's only in that one they are they they are in that film they're in just that one they are in that film can I can you can you repeat the 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 options yeah yeah. I only got Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1 Trolls World Tour no actors Pitch Perfect 2 Elliot, stop trying to copy my answers. Damn it, Elliot. Okay. Number four. Don't look up. I hate that film. I can't tell you how much I hate that film. The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug, and Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. What? Yeah. Don't look up. I've seen all three. The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug, Indiana Jones, and The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. See, Don't Look Up doesn't have that many people in. It does know. have a lot of. I don't. I don't know that. Wait. Oh, Don't Look Up. I'm As in the Netflix. Different Adam McKay don't, film. Don't Look Up. Someone with Leo and. Yeah, Adam I think we're thinking of a different film then. Put Leo. I mean, I don't think Leo is in Desolation <laughs> of Smaug. No. Okay. I have. I have genuinely no you might be you might be surprised by that one and what was the what third one uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull which is the one with Shia, Le- Shia LaBeouf and all that in it yeah is it the shot 
it's Shia LaBeouf. running through the woods. <laughs> yeah, Shia LaBeouf. Shia was in Desolation of Smaug as well. Okay. Next one. I think, is this number five? Yeah. Zombieland. The Jungle Book. Uh, not the original Jungle Book. The original. And Space Jam. DVD. The new Space Jam. Nope. The oh, OG Christ. Space Shack. Jam. No, the one with Michael Jordan. But it's not Michael Jordan. He wasn't in Zombieland, I don't think. What was the other one? The, the Zombieland. Space? Yeah. The, the Jungle Book. The recent sort of. Yeah, got it. Animated one. Um, and Space Jam. DVD. Yeah. I, I personally think that was one of the easier ones. So sorry. Yeah. I, I've, I've guessed a character I've known is in one of the films. <laughs> okay. Next one. Avengers Endgame. Oh my god. Oh, there's only a few characters in that. <laughs> Why do we have to do Endgame? Scott Pilgrim versus the world and 21 Jump Street. Avengers Endgame, Scott Pilgrim versus the world and 21 Jump, Jump Street. I would say this is a hard one because there's a couple of actors that are in two of these. I know. Sure. I've got one to yeah. jump to mind. I'm intentionally making my handwriting poor <laughs> so that if you look at it, I can maybe <laughs> pass it up to someone else. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Next one. The Prince of Egypt. Everyone's in the bloody Prince of Egypt. <laughs> the Prince of Egypt. No Time to Die. As in James Bond. And Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. The Prince of Egypt. No Time to Die. And Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. I, I don't think there's any of these answers that I have said that I've known that the person I've written down is in more than one film. Oh, really? You'll probably get some right, though, just by, like... It's Prince, of, Prince of Egypt, the animated. Yeah. yeah. The anime. Yeah, the anime. <laughs> it's like 1998? Mm. Like it was DreamWorks' first thing. Yeah. It's awesome. It is awesome. I can't remember the last time I watched it. I watch it, like, every year. Yeah. <laughs> Same with Harry Potter. Yeah. Okay, number... Are we on number eight? Did you know that I've never seen Harry Potter? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we all know. You never sort of bang on about it. <laughs> Next one. The Imaginarium of Dr. Panassas. Oh, bloody oh, hell. Oh, Daredevil, the 2003 film. Oh. And Minority Report. <laughs> Who is in Daredevil <laughs> and Minority Report? I'm sorry, there is not a crossover. I mean, yeah, there is, and it's pretty obvious, I'll be honest, if you know these films. Tom well. Cruise <laughs> is not in Daredevil. I can only think of one character. Who's the bad guy in Minority Report? Mm. <laughs> Who's the bad guy in Minority Report? I only watched it six years ago with you in your mum's living room. <laughs> I think the Dr. Panassus one's the bigger clue there. Yeah, I've never heard of it. You never heard of no. So that was the film that... Um, no, that was the film that um, Heath, Ledger. Heath Ledger was filming when he died. Mm. And so they did a thing in that film where the oh. character is played by lots of different people. Yeah. So, oh wow. Yeah. So, but I won't say who. 
Um, right, number nine. <laughs> no, wait, wait, can you just repeat the last three films, please? Imaginarium of Dr. Panassus, yeah. Daredevil, 2003, and Minority Report. <laughs> Have I written Sean Bean? <laughs> <laughs> Was he in any of them? <laughs> That's why I wanted you to repeat them, because I think I just snapped to like, oh, yeah, I love Sean Bean, I'll write him down. <laughs> okay, number nine. Die Another Day, James Bond film. Mm-hmm. Shrek 2. Shrek film. Shrek oh, world's got it already. <laughs> and Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Oh, he's absolutely nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely nailed it. He didn't even lose it. Die Another Day. <laughs> Die Another Day, which I believe is Pierce Brosnan's last one. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the Ice Palace. Yeah. And the, the, the green jack. CGI tsunami at the beginning. I can't remember. It's got the Madonna, the Madonna want, song. Yeah, yeah. I wanna do, 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 Freud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's an absolute banger, to be honest. Um, ten or nine? That was nine. Die Another Day, Shrek 2, and Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. See that, so that, hard, is Die Another Day Christmas, or was that... No, that's World is Enough. enough. Yeah. Doctor Christmas. Who's... What was the line? I... I I've always wanted to have Christmas in Turkey. Oh, <laughs> that's a great, oh, that's a great naughty boy. <laughs> uh, right, last one, number ten. Jojo Rabbit. Dun, 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 dun. I sing the Jojo intro. Oh yeah, Grimsby and Bridesmaids. What? I think this is easy. This one. Is Grimsby the um, Sasha Baron Cohen? Yeah. <laughs> that's not that's the answer. Uh, is that not the answer? Don't you no. remember when he played Goering in Jojo Rabbit? <laughs> no, he didn't really. Okay, crossing that one out. <laughs> what was the last film on that? Yeah, the third one. The third film was Bridesmaids, as in the comedy about bridesmaids. I've not seen any of those films. Have you not? Nope. You've not seen Grimsby. Nope. There's a great scene with some elephants in Grimsby that you would love. Probably reminds you of your youth. Um, right, Finished. let's see some answers. Do you find this hard? Like Some of them are easy. There is not right. a single one. What I'll do is, if I read the films out, if you're confident you got it, then just you know shout out. But yeah. the first one was Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, How to Train Your Dragon, and Jessica Jones. Christopher Eccleston. David Tennant. <laughs> it's David Tennant. <laughs> 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 Did you actually write Christopher Eccleston? Wow. It was the doctor that came after him. Uh, yeah, David Tennant. Well, oh, no, I don't know Dragon. He uh, he's he's a voice of someone. Oh, okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I didn't do that. I remember him being in it, but I don't know if he was in the first one or like the second one or uh, third one. No, it, well, on his filmography on Wikipedia, it says he was in the first one. Really? Okay. I think he's in the second one as well. But yeah. Okay. But Christopher Eccleston was also in that thing. He was not, I'm afraid. Uh, right, number two was Into the Woods, 2018's Peter Rabbit and Cats. James Corden. It's James yeah. Corden. Oh, James Corden. Yes. I hate him. Everyone's favourite man. I genuinely have more hate for him than a no white egg omelette. Yeah. Oh. I my my feelings towards James Corden is that it is everybody else's fault that he's popular, and you all get what you deserve. <laughs> oh, I do love Gavin and Stacey though. I'll, I'll just watch that is it good. regardless. Yeah. Okay. Next one was the Twilight Saga: Breaking Dawn Part One, Trolls World Tour, and Pitch Perfect Two. Taylor Lautner. 
Nope. Oh, I... Anna. Kendrick. Oh, Kendrick. I was torn between Kendrick and yes. Timberlake. Anna I Kendrick. thought she was too obvious for the pitch perfect one. That it yeah. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> 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 Loved him in Breaking oh, yeah. Bad. Oh, right. Breaking Dawn. I'll be, be impressed if any of you get this one. I, um, put, I put a dash. Okay, so this one is this one was Don't Look Up, The Hobbit, The Destination of Smaug, Indiana Jones, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Did anyone the, get it? The problem is, is Scottish. No. Okay. The problem is, Adam McKay films have like yeah, yeah. 300 celebrity scenes. Um, did, did anyone get this? No, I don't know. Okay. No. Martin Freeman? No. no. Okay, I'll, I'll give you a clue. It's a woman. Oh. And the other clue I'll give you is I could have put any of the six Peter Jackson Lord of the Ringsy films. Gladriel. Oh, Gladriel, yeah. Yeah, Kate Blanchett. Kate she, Blanchett. she plays the, the villain in, in The Crystal Skull. Is well. she? Yeah. Uh, and apparently she's in Don't Look Up. I've not seen it. Uh, she is the, um, what do you call it? The... Um, she's the one that look, she's the one that looks up. <laughs> um, she's a news anchor that dates Leo. Ah, mm. Cool. Uh, right, next one was Zombieland, The Jungle Book, and Space Emma Jam. Stone. <laughs> Woody Harrelson. No, Bill Murray. No. It's Bill Murray. Oh, fuck. Bill Murray in Space Jam's classic. Oh, uh, yeah, and that's the one I wasn't sure about. Yeah. I know he was Baloo, and I know yeah. he, like they turn up to his house in Zombieland, Zombieland. and then, <laughs> like, uh, what's his face ends up killing him. Yeah, um, but then I saw that he's in Zombieland Two as well, but I've not seen that. Yeah, film. he's cancelled. I can't remember him being in Two. Is Bill Murray oh, cancelled? Bill Murray's cancelled oh. now. Is he? Okay. He broke, broke someone on the set. Oh, everyone did in the seventies. Oh, no, oh. like this year. Oh fuck! <laughs> right, next one was Avengers Endgame, Scott Pilgrim vs the World, and Twenty One Jump Street. Jamie Chris Evans, Renner, Jamie Renner, Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, Chris yeah. Evans, Jamie Renner. No, it's actually Brie Larson. No, it's Jeremy Renner. Uh, so Chris Evans is in Avengers Endgame and Scott Pilgrim, but he's not in 21 Jump Street. But Jeremy Renner's an extra. No. What is Brie Larson in 21 Jump Street? Can't remember. They, they, she has the tiniest roles <laughs> in all three of those films. Um, okay, next one. Prince of Egypt, No Time to Die, and Harry Potter and the Half. Daniel Pons. Craig. Daniel Radcliffe. Ray Fiennes. It's Ray Fiennes. Uh, <laughs> oh. He plays Voldemort. He plays obviously M in No yeah. Time to Die, and he plays uh, oh, the, the, bad, the, the bad. Yeah, Ramesses in. Daniel Radcliffe was doing voice work <laughs> in 1998. Ramesses Revenge. No. Uh, right. Next one. Imaginarium of Doctor Panassus, Daredevil 2003, and Minority Report. Orlando Bloom. Nope. Ben so, Affleck. Until you no. said it was Heath Ledger, I actually wrote Keith Ledger. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know? Do you know? Uh, I've put down Sean Bean. <laughs> no. I wrote down Sean Bean initially. Does anyone? Do no one remember who plays? Um, I can't remember who the bad guy is in Minority Report. In Daredevil, right? No, you remember who no, plays no Bullseye? No one remembers that film. No, you remember who plays Bullseye in Daredevil? I remember right. his face. I can't remember his name. It's Colin Farrell. Oh uh, no! Colin Farrell is in all three of them. A banshee. Yeah. Okay. Number nine was Die Another Day, Shrek 2, and Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. You put a dash. John Cleese. Yeah, yeah it's John Cleese. Yeah. Plays nearly headless Nick in Harry also Potter. Also cancelled, yeah. right? He's yeah, become a he's bit right wing, like, yeah. weirdly. And so, I wouldn't so have expected that. cancelled on this list? Yeah. <laughs> uh, last one was Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, he's been beating up... Um, Jojo Rabbit, Rabbit, Grimsby, and Bridesmaids. No, no one get this one. That's why. Oh, I also put a dash for this one. I put Mark Strong. Nope. Chris O'Dowd. Is it Sasha Baron Cohen? Is he tall? It's not a he. It's a she. Scarlett Johansson. Nope. Australian. 
Oh, oh yes, the comedian. Rebel Wilson. Yeah, yeah. it's wow. Rebel Wilson. She's she plays his like wife in Grimsby. Yeah, yeah. she plays yeah. one of the Nazi yeah. officers in JoJo. Yeah. And I think she plays one of the bridesmaids. I don't think she does. I think she's she like a very minor role in bridesmaids. Yeah. Um, was it? How how how, how did you get on Will? What did you get? I got four out of ten. Four out of ten. Fuck, Will's beat me now. I got one. One. <laughs> I also got one. <laughs> I don't really know much about I got film. four, but I felt, a lot, I felt a lot stronger than four. I thought yeah. I got like six. What did you get? One. Man. Maybe I, I should have put more some more easy ones in. I, I, yeah, they were all like <laughs> cameos. <laughs> I feel like I don't know enough about film. Yeah, you should actually do a thing where you watch a, a, a film every day for you. <laughs> yeah. They have to be exclusively, though, Harry Potter and yeah. Avengers. Actually, like just some normal films. Bond films. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the issue, isn't it? Right, Jess, we're back, we're back to you. Back to you. What's your last recommendation? Well, as I started off this podcast by saying, is I don't have original opinions. Um, I'm a purely shallow man who just follows the herd. Um, but I am going to take the boat even further out here and recommend to everyone um, The Aubergine. Wait, I'm sorry, what? The, the Aubergine. Aubergine. As in... Is there like a video game called the Aubergine? Jer- Jer- Jeremy Egger. The vegetable. Please do the not o- tell me you brought a recommendation for a vegetable to Bomb Squad Celebration Episode 50. We could call it the Egger plant. Yeah. <laughs> and can anyone name the third name that it has worldwide? Zucchini. Nope, that is a... Courgette. Courgette. Oh. Yeah. Stupid Aubergine. name. Stupid name, Zucchini. Eggplant. Egg and the most important thing in Spelunky. It begins with a B. It's called, it's called a, br- a brinjal. Oh, a brinjal, oh yeah. God. So when I was in South Africa, that's what it, all are my... Are those the only three terms ever? <laughs> <laughs> in, 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 in all languages. They call it brinjal <laughs> in, in a South African accent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay why, brinjal. why on earth? Yeah, why are you bringing an eggplant to us? Then, I've yeah. only just really discovered it this mm. in like the last year. But it's a very... I just think there's a, there's a lot you can do with it, but it's a very scary fruit because it is purple. Is it a fruit? Fr- fruit? No, it is actually. Or is it a vegetable? It is. It, oh God, I just looked it up. It's got <laughs> seeds in it, right? I just looked it up. It's it's part of the nightshade family. Oh fuck, that's um, crazy. It's. I think it's like a nut or something. No, uh, it's a nut. So what do you think? It's a berry. It's a, by, a berry. By definition, it's a berry. Damn. Um, so it technically is a fruit, isn't it? Okay. A berry's a fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. It, yeah, this is, this is exactly. blowing my mind. Exactly, so that's what okay. I'm so yeah. glad you that's brought what this. The eggplant will could do you to you. could you just sort of like explain this how so so how would you prepare an eggplant if you were going to make like a set? So a, I wouldn't. I you've got to roast it. Got I, roast it. I wouldn't do anything other than that. You could you could you could grill it on the on on the on the hob, but also putting it underneath the grill as well is a great method. Just a bit of oil and a bit of salt, and just grill it until it becomes really like soggy and just like melting. Mm. There is a fine line between it being rubbery and a horrible texture and mm. it being like really nice and supple and just like spreadable. Like you could just put it I, on toast. I've got one word for you. Baba ganoush. Baba ganoush. Baba ganoush. I love that's it. Like, that's I it, love right? like an aubergine spread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. It's, do you make it? Uh, I've made it like once, I think. Oh, really? But I t- I'll, tell you one th- I'll tell you a story about it. Sounds like a aubergine. stew. Um, when I was in Spain on my honeymoon, we, uh, I was at the time. We, I was not eating meat at the time, and I also was, um, I was also 
try because I think I was like I'm, I think I am like lactose intolerant a bit, right? And so I was trying not to eat any dairy. So I was basically like vegan in Spain. Do you which drink is like a pint of milk every time? You I come do. Around. I wake up and I just drink a pint of milk and like, no, just because um, you love a good clear out. <laughs> but we were, so we were looking around places where we could actually get stuff that was that I could eat. And we went to this one place, I, but I know this is not vegan, but whatever. But they, they basically got this aubergine and they cut it into like strips. Yeah. And they like deep, kind of deep, like they put some kind of battery thing and deep fried it. Oh. And then it was served with like honey, just like yes. poured over the top. This. It's so good. It's so good. It's unbelievable. I think I've had it like, um, like Japanese, like temper. Tempura. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tempura. It's quite, yeah. It's a very light batter. Yeah, yeah. Like that. But yeah. Um, and did you know it's got as much potassium in it as three bananas wow but three bananas isn't that isn't it if you eat like six bananas in one day you die yeah but who's eating a whole aubergine to themselves the thing's huge I'm just saying be careful you eating three I, and... I think i've seen someone take a whole aubergine <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about your honeymoon <laughs> <laughs> and jen's never been the same no, since. no comment <laughs> i actually had one with peanut butter on one Ooh. in a japanese restaurant <laughs> but it's a very simple thing that you could do it's just it's just it's just a big tray bake it's just throw some aubergine in with some sweet potatoes and a few sausages mm. um uh into the oven and then just leave it for 30 40 minutes and you come back and you got okay. this lovely random one lovely roasted with your aubergine if you could pair it with anything that you've not paired it with before what would it be um <laughs> plum flavored soju <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know. I'd put it in a burger. Nice. I'd oh. put it in a burger, yeah. I'd like drape it over the top, like crosshatch it on oh. top. You know, I used to work over. at GBK and they used to have the, uh, I can't quite what it's called, but it's basically the veggie burger. And that started with, instead of a burger pate, it would start with an aubergine slice. That's grilled. too, that's too heavy. Grilled, that's too, grilled on the thing. That's it? too heavy. It's got to be I, thin I think, slices or cubes. Yeah. This, this was like a, Thick I find it very bitter when it's not cooked very well as yeah, well. Yeah, you've got to really bitter. roast. Oh, the we hell never out of cooked out as well either. Right. Yeah, you got to roast hell out to get rid of the rubby, rubby texture yeah. of it. Um, but yeah, I, I've, I've really come, come to, come, come at peace with the aubergine, and it's the emoticon for penis. So yeah, you know. yeah. I mean, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Follow that, guys. And now, Chris. Um, I want to take this time now, and I, I want to invite um, Will and, and Jeremy to help me here because I'm going to recommend um, Mistborn. I'm going to recommend Mistborn. Hell yeah! Which is, is a game. This is not a game. It probably will is be it a film? It's, it's not it yet a TV film. show. It's not yet. A should TV it show. be an anime? Should be an anime. Yeah, it should be an anime. Uh, it's a it's a book series, um, and it is a trilogy written by Brandon Sanderson. Um, who? Brandon Sanderson, who you Brando might have seen the news over the last year because he has the most successful Kickstarter of all time. Um, just about writing books. Um, and he's just an absolute massive legend, basically. You know, you hear of some writers, I don't want to name any names, but, you know, George R. R. Martin, uh, who just sit around and wait for 15 Rothfuss? years and go, oh, I'm three quarters away from a book. Oh, isn't that great? Patrick Rothfuss, who's like... Two oh. books out of three? Oh, yeah. no. Um, but Brandon Sanderson, just like, he, one day he just came out and was like, hey, uh, look, COVID's really hard, and I wrote four books, so <laughs> I'm going to put it on Kickstarter. And everyone was like, oh, my God. Uh, but yeah, so this there's a series called Mistborn, where there's, there's three three books, and um, it's fantastic. And basically, the, the, the whole idea, if I was to see the elevator picture of Mistborn is... Um, 
there's the, the Dark Lord, so whatever you think of Sauron, Voldemort, whatever you like, the Dark Lord has already won. Mm-hmm. He's already dominated the world. He's already won it. And there's a small ragtag group who've got some weird powers and they need to, and, and they're going to try and take him down. And it's kind of like a heist story. Mm. Um, it, it's like a, a post-apocalyptic heist. Yeah, pretty much. And and and, and that's kind of it. Uh, I, I, I don't want to go too deep because it's, yeah, it's not really, again, it's not really just one trilogy of books. There's always another secret. There is always another secret. There's always the list. Um, it, it does eventually open up into into a wider thing called the Cosmere, um, which is his like basically all of pretty almost all of Brandon Sanderson's books are interconnected in some way, and there are when you read a lot of them, you might notice that there are certain characters that might pop up in certain places or certain um, things that characters do that you might be reading a book and thinks and suddenly. You go. Uh, why can they do? Yeah. What's, what's that? Oh, uh, I recognise that. Yeah, from... There's real like harmony between the books where you like feel all these things come together and you see little nods to books here and there as you go. Mm, absolutely. Um, and it just makes it all worth it when you get that little <laughs> sentence that yeah. you've read 900 pages to know it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but they, yeah, he he is. Uh, if there was one person creating anything in the world, whatever medium it was, that I could only follow for the or i could only consume their media for the rest of my life would be him 100 percent or three thousand percent over mm. um without a doubt um yeah and, and i forced um will you've just finished i've just finished trilogy. book three yeah i've finished first trilogy what, what was it called like age one or something like that but anyway so uh, i finished the first trilogy and good fucking god it goes places yeah yeah, it it is. There's a thing in every book called the Sandalanche, where mm, the last yeah. quarter of it is just mad. However, you can't put it down. Yeah, yeah. you get I'm... annoyed at the books. Like, <laughs> I need to go to sleep. Yeah. I've had multiple days where it's like oh, I've got work. I need to be up at six thirty the next day, but I get to that point at kind of half ten at night, and I'm like, mm. well, guess I'm in. And then it's like you get to three o'clock in the morning, like. Oh my god, I'm like I'm an emotional wreck. I finished this book and then I'm like, oh, and I've only got three hours sleep now. But then all you can think about is the books. You just yeah. sleep until like so you just you just download the next one or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's so good. And um, I've forced Jez has read everything now. I think and and Andy's you've read you've read you finished the first Mistborn book. Yeah, yeah, and and just the other day. To, right? re- reading is not something which comes easy to me. So I have yeah. to audio books things. Yeah, um, they're great audio books. I think as well. The, they the, are, they the are. Mistborn. Yeah, and um. But I did it in, I'd say, fairly decent time. I think it's yeah. for 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 me. Um, did it take? Was it, did it take like a month or so? Like, probably about a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably about a month. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, it's really it's really great. I um, I don't want I don't want to say too much because I I I I'm early today. Mm. I don't want I don't want to say yeah. too. I mean, much. I'm trying not to spoil anything. Yeah, as well. yeah, exactly. Someone I, did. I, someone chucked a spoiler in somewhere through there, but I don't want to say who. Yeah. <laughs> someone, someone threw a spoiler in without anyone knowing, but yeah. Um. So that's it. But but yeah, if, if, if you know, and he will he will write books. He gets a book out every yeah. year, absolute minimum. And so it's you know, I know a lot of people find it stressful to start long series or get mm. into stuff but he is someone who is like no he like every year he puts up i think it's three or four um massive posts on reddit on 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 his subreddit basically just letting everyone know what he's doing what he's up to his wow. his his website has a status bar for all the books he's writing and he, he updates them every week or something wow yeah it's, it's so like refreshing to like 
see someone just be so like because I, I understand that a lot of the problems people have with the George R. R. Martin situation the Patrick Rothfuss situation is like oh they don't owe you anything they don't owe you anything like and, and that's totally true mm. but there comes a point where it's like it's really nice to see someone who's like oh look I'm writing this um, it should be out at this point if it's not don't worry I'll let you know but it's coming um, I think with with any long standing thing and I, I'm going to include also video games oh in yeah, this. yeah 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 because I was following a an MMO from like 2006 up until I think I got bored around 2012. Called? Called Infinity, The Quest for Earth. Which eventually has oh. um, now been released as a sandbox multiplayer uh, battle arena <laughs> called um, Infinity Battlescape. Um, but with all of these things, they have big promise. Um, there's lots of complexity. There's lots of story. But it seems as though almost like they can't deliver. Or mm. maybe maybe to be more fair, there's a big piece that's missing and it does not come for a long time. So you, you have to decide whether you want your favourite thing to be incomplete. Yeah. Or not. Because that's the thing that I struggle with is like I, I, I've read all of the all of the Game of Thrones. I've read both of the um, mm. King Killer Chronicles and I love them. I think they're great. It's just so frustrating when you're mm. like, oh man. And that, that I think that I think is is a much wider and not suitable for this episode conversation of sometimes you can be you can you can feel so invested in something because of a depth of something mm. and because of the weight for yeah. something. And and that can e that can either be because someone has I'm not saying this is this is a knock to Brandon Sanderson because I know it's not a knock to him mm. so it's, it doesn't count but it's like that can be like a oh this is this has had a decade poured over thinking mm. over it from what I understand in my very limited book understanding of, of these writers which are taking these very very celebrity-esque writers mm. it's not that they're taking a decade pa yeah, like painstakingly thinking over things mm. that's not to say what they haven't already output is unbelievably amazingly crafted and mm. there's, there's like an emotional depth to every single character they have but it's it's a there is a point where you go just get on with it mate like yeah uh, like, like th th there, there you, you can you can be in depth in your art mm. and you can be consistent you can also be both. Yeah. Well, because I think it's a bit of um, a a would you rather, mm. where you, almost at two extremes, you'd have Rothfuss on one side, where you've got two books which he's poured years into, with one that hasn't come out. Or would you rather have several other series, which admittedly are not as deep, but are they as less deep yeah, that merits not having several series worth to dive into. Like, well, I, I, what would you rather have? And it's hard to say. On, on that, and this is again, I haven't read many books. One of the series that I've recently finished was the Witcher books, mm. and that was written. All of those were written over the course of like nine years, which started at the same time that Game of Thrones started, mm. and it was five novels and three short stories all written, done, finished, done. And it was like, Sanderson also has an incredible output in terms of like books ratio to mm. time. And it's like, 
these aren't shallow things mm. like the these these two example series these aren't things that people go yeah they're kind of yeah yeah they're all right but they're, they're kind of so-so these are like very very well acclaimed mm. book series so mm. yeah but 100% recommend it a misborn is just a great starting point to get into yeah it just leaves you wanting more and then yeah. like I've been on like a two year journey that's now yeah. finished where I'm at the <laughs> stage where Chris was when he poured his heart out to me holding the books in front of him he's like please read this I need someone to talk to me about this that now I'm just like it's great that everyone's starting to read them yeah because it's just there's so many little nods that mm. me and Chris and have whenever you guys reach a point oh, yeah, yeah, Elliot's bought them Elliot yeah. oh, oh nice Lou's finished right. Miss Bond as well She's on to Way of Kings. Oh, wow. Right. I've just started Way of Kings. Oh, done, done, oh, done the first chapter, the prelude. Oh, um, man, yeah. Would you say, so uh, this is, I, I may, I didn't want to spoil this anything. This is the Sanderson cut. <laughs> yeah. I but, think we're saying we need an yeah. episode yeah. on this. <laughs> but like, so it seems as though um, Brandon Sanderson is very much gearing Stormlight Archives to be his like magnum opus. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do, do you think it is? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he says he's going to do 10 of them, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Whenever I see any... So I follow our books, and like most of the time it's like, oh, I just read um, The Grapes of Wrath. And like, and every now and then, Sanderson comes up, and I'm always like, I'll click on this, <laughs> and I'll shield my eyes, because mm. I don't want to see things, yeah. because I know over the course of the next 20 years, I'm going to be reading these books. And then like... It's the same kind of thing that, as mm. you were saying, it comes up as like a a lot of people bring up mm. the Stormlight mm. Archive, like as a if anyone ever makes like a negative comment, it's like yeah, but the Stormlight Archive, yeah. it's, like, it's like a rebuttal to any like yeah. reference or, or or a negative comment type of thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I think we're I think we're over to you. To me, my last recommendation of the night is the way of kings <laughs> <laughs> it is a small indie puzzle game Ooh, called nice. the witness by jonathan blow <laughs> you find his youtube channel to uh, talk about game design uh, unfortunately <laughs> jonathan no, you can, blow you can has go see will's other <laughs> podcast which is which is the witness box podcast Thank you. Nice. um i haven't uploaded for a while there's one that i've been editing for a bit and yeah kind of... you've turned into a rothfuss I've turned into a rockless. <laughs> I have. I've done it. So committed to your art. So, so I'm, I'm really happy about that. <laughs> I, I always keep like promising that I'm going to do the next one, and then instead doing a lot of charity stuff. So just ooh, 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 you're streaming now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this is called Railbound. Um. Ooh. It is also from a Polish studio. A very heavy Polish representation on yeah. uh, my recommendations. Um. And it is uh, available on android and ios it, it a is a mobile game a mobile Whoa. game i'm recommending to you a mobile game i believe you have not had a recommendation for a mobile game on this podcast for a long time mm. i think it is also available on steam, steam yeah um but it's, it's very much like mobile slash uh, pc oriented um you play as i assume um a and railway engineer and you have to make sure that your carriages get to your train in the right order uh, <laughs> i'm just looking at the ios uh, page yeah have you, have you uh, this is somewhat adjacent have you played mini metro it looks i have 
Is it a similar interface? Like design? no, so Mini okay. Metro is more of a procedural game. Well, so Mini Metro and also Mini. They did one which is all about like having cities. I don't think I played that one. So Mini Metro is one of my favorite games yeah. on mobile. Yes. Um, but okay, but yes. Yeah, so I mean, that's I'm, the only reason I reference so, is trains and stuff. Yeah. The 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 other games from the studio. There's a game called Golf Peaks and Bento. Um, and bento. the bento is it called bento in, in bento in bento yes okay yeah four pound thirty price i was gonna well. say it's four, it's four pound 49 on a that uh, that means that means it's a good game does that mean no <laughs> adverts because uh there are no adverts Ooh. On it. i hope so four pounds yeah. for a mobile game normally in like what was it called again sorry uh rail bound it looks like you need big brain I'll be honest. It like it it does Chris, get. Don't 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 buy it because if I buy it, then you can play it because you're my family. Uh, I just purchased it. Shit, are we the Fast and Furious? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's gonna be my last recommendation. It's got nice graphics. Does have some. Yeah, have it's some, a nice. Catch the subtext in Fast and Furious about family. <laughs> there, there is okay I, yeah, let, yeah. Talk, talk to me about Railbound so there, there's a bit of a scene going on at the minute um, for thinky puzzle games mm. um, most of them are like this where they are very set boards um, you get presented with a puzzle um, and then you have to solve it uh, Railbound um, Stephen Sausage Roll Stephen Sausage Roll yes very much of that ilk yeah um so, Steven Sausage Roll, uh, Monsters Expedition, A Good Snowman is Hard to Build. Monsters Ep- Expedition was on Apple Arcade for oh, really? a long time. So, yeah. it's always been downloaded. Yeah. Because like it was like a quote-unquote free yeah. game type of thing. But I remember people went mad over it. So, I don't want to spoil it, but there is a very early on moment with a Monsters Expedition that just routinely blows people's minds. Mm, okay, maybe I need to just play it. Um, and this is in a similar elk. Uh, so this doesn't have like a, a big mic drop That's moment in the same way, but this is definitely a um, a game that is. So it reminded me of a, a game by the Monsters Expedition Man called uh, Cosmic Express. So Cosmic Express is you got to get a train line from one point, the original point, to the end point, and you have to pick up a passenger and drop them off into their proper station decision maths kind of not dissimilar like it's networking <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um this one is it's mostly about the order okay so there are lots of mechanics that it builds up so the first like the first few levels are like insultingly easy mm. like my i'm a i got stuck on the second level <laughs> just now yeah oh really <laughs> i i'm a so I, I did maths and uh my girlfriend oh, oh, oh sorry sorry you did math yeah sorry. but like so <laughs> i like puzzles yeah, yeah um and this starts off where it's like oh pff, pff, pff. um but yeah i think you get to like world three and you're like okay yeah i'm having a hard time yeah, this yeah, is yeah, actually yeah. a bit of a struggle um but yeah it stays very cutesy throughout uh, there's I think a bit of a, a trend coming along where most puzzle games will have like a main narrative, which is fairly easy. And it's mm. mostly about, oh, here's this mechanic. Oh, have you thought about this? Like more of a, o- almost like a tutorial, really, like a, yeah. a game long tutorial. And then branching off of it, um, you have like challenge level. So uh, Patrick's Parabox, 
Mm-hmm. Amazing game. Um, get it, get it for your Steam Deck mugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, <let's> <laughs> um, yeah. So they they you more and more puzzle games are getting like this. So rather than having lots of hard puzzles that you get stuck on, instead there's always a way forward. A mechanical way. Yeah, and I th- I think that's that's quite good because it means you can get to see the end of the game. But if you want a challenge, challenges are all around you. Because what was the other... We actually recently spoke about um, puzzle games. I think it is puzzle adjacent, at least. Mm. Um, it's got a black background, very sparse. Barbara's You. Barbara's You, yeah. which is, again is a... Same uh, same family uh, of... Same indie scene, yeah. YouTube critical analysis lovers. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, type, yeah. Type of thing. And that as well has quite twisty... Yes. Uh, not quite what you've seen type of thing, mechanically-wise. Yes. Right? I, I would say that um, if, if you are into headfuck games, into games that really, like, blow your perceptions, um, I'd say Babber is You, uh, Patrick's Parabox, um... To us, oh, the witness is a bit old hat now. Oh, the witness, yeah. <laughs> the witness cast. Yes. Uh, Jonathan uh, blows yeah. Watch out about game design. Um, <laughs> but like, even that isn't really like that anymore. Like, there are, there are games that do that better now. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm about to talk to one, about one. Okay. Minute, so don't worry. Um, yeah, um, antechamber. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think. It, it's almost like the the puzzle game sector is is coming into its own right now good which stuff. uh yeah it's, it's good to see with someone that likes puzzle games absolutely oh taiji taiji came out recently that's really good <laughs> are these all mobile games you're recommending uh most of them are pc um and they they the, the normal often they'll have a port like yeah I feel, I feel like often a lot of like um low graphics puzzle games mm will have a port to mobile at some point because it is mm. a very easy way yeah. to enact with something as long as it's not a twitch based puzzle yeah. game. So yeah, good snowman, Cosmic Express, uh Railbound have all come out on mobile. Um Sokobon's mobile now. Um you I think um some of them also like uh, the the Monsters Expedition recently got ported to Switch. Yeah. Um so yeah they normally start off as PC because you can basically just upload it and send it on its way. And then you put more effort into doing a port for a console, yeah. which is almost like the opposite journey of AAA games. Yeah, because they'll yeah, yeah. target a console and then get ported to PC to, to try and mop up the PC cache. <laughs> Absolutely, Elliot. Um, I am going to show a board game. A board, ge- a board, board game. Oh, yeah. It's the third oh. and final board game. If you've not got a board game to show. So my board game is Boss Monster. I almost brought was... that up earlier, but I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, so I wasn't sure if you played it. I have played it, yeah. I don't know if I played it with you. We played it with Chris, but Chris didn't listen to any of the rules. I'm so bad at listening to This is a game that you do need to know how to play. I think, no, but what I will say though is you pick it up pretty quick. I think it's you explain the rules, everyone goes, Okay, yeah, yeah, I got that, I got that. And you're like, let's just play like three rounds. You have to play it. And then you'll understand. So good. So I've actually got it with me. Um, But Boss Monster, the way I describe it is you are playing a villain and you are creating a dungeon outside of... So let's say there's four of you. I think you can play up to six six players. Um, So you can have six dungeons and it's around this town. And in the town, 
are the adventurers. So you get adventurers who are attracted to different types of things. So this can be money or it's flanks, so it's like religious artifacts, that type of thing. And you as a villain want to entice these adventurers to come to your dungeon. And the way you win points are by killing the adventurers. Mm. So you could do this by, you take turns, so you do a round and you set up a room in your dungeon. And so each, each room can have a different ability and it also has a different amount of treasure. So that treasure might be your coins, you might have two coins. So if you have more coins than another player, then those adventurers will, who are attracted to the money will come to your dungeon. Mm. And it's the first person to collect what's called souls. So once you kill an adventurer, you get a soul. And in its first eight or 10 souls, it's the first to a certain amount of souls. Um, but throughout the game, the adventurers actually get tougher and tougher. You get mm. these like epic advent, epic heroes, I think they call them. And they can get through and eventually they can kill your boss. And it's the person to either be alive or get the most souls. But it's just a great game. Some of these games... The bo- you, the, some of the boss yeah. abilities and stuff can yeah. be so fun. And it's, yeah, it's quite... It's a fun game. Yeah. It has its quirks. A lot of the... Especially if you get the expansion packs as well, you can get mini bosses that you put midway through your dungeons. Mm. It's quite a, an expansive game. So you can play it. You can play it and you, it's got great replayability yeah. as well. Um, it's, the, it's the kind of game as well where I feel like a lot of the times, sometimes you just kind of need to lose quite a bit at the start because you're, you're like sacrificing yourself yeah. in order to lay down loads of like rooms yeah. and traps those... and stuff. And like, you're just going to take a load of hits to start. You have to balance that because you mm. don't have that much health. And then you suddenly like flip everything. You're like, boom, no one can get through my, my it's, dungeon. It's the spell cards as well. Yeah. Where you have little counter spells yeah. to stop other players. So it's oh, like kind of like, what, what did we call it? It's the best. Um, the fuck you over card. Blood oath. We were doing blood oath. Yeah, that's what I meant. Blood oath. Um, <laughs> yeah, but... it's the best when you have this plan laid out <laughs> and, then, and someone's about to win and then all oh, the players yeah. suddenly descend on them and freeze their dungeon <laughs> and completely make them lose. So someone who's just I like one point me. away is just there, just like gritted teeth, just like... So then all these these heroes come through and, and then they've them. got a bloody spell which stops them from dying yeah. like, I made a blood oath with and you then now you play Japanese over and over again <laughs> and it goes through it's like two elements of just pure chaos but then planning at the same mm. time which you can plan so much but then the, the chaos can just take over towards the end yeah. I feel like it's good because it's not it's, you can you can get like an hour you can like play pretty yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's, not, it's not super long as well no, like some yeah, board you games can, you like, can have a few short games like it, yeah. it probably doesn't even last an hour it's probably like you could make a game last 20 minutes half an hour yeah. oh, but wow. also if I was to recommend you buy it because there is a boss monster one and a boss monster two get the boss monster one yeah I agree yeah, the spell cards are a lot better in that. Mm. They're more aggressive. And you can play <laughs> them. More... Yeah, they are more aggressive. <laughs> yes. You can use the expansions with one and two. So it's okay. not oh, the expansions add the like laser thing, right? They're like um, laser gun. Yeah, it just means yeah. you don't have yeah. to Yeah, so there's yeah. those ones and the mini bosses, yeah. which you use coins for to buy your mini bosses. That's really fun. Um, and then there's another one, which I haven't played yet, but you need to have six players. Okay. And it's apparently they've got little spaceships on the card. But I don't know what it does yet. So maybe if Tom comes back, we can have a six player and rip. Yeah. Bomb, and bomb squad one hundred. 
Oh, boss monster. Yeah, yeah. 2028. And we'll have a, a six-player <laughs> boss monster game. Yeah, but yeah, I recommend it to everyone. Yeah. Have you not played well? No. Oh, we played, oh, it, oh, we played oh, it skiing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you must have played it Did we? Yeah. yeah. Mike oh. brought it, and then we remember. brought it back and played with these guys. Didn't, really? leave, didn't leave much of an impression on Will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. Um, Tom, by the way, if you're still listening at this point, can you say bubble gum in the, the group chat, just to make sure? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just message Okay. Is that up to me to see us out? It's you to finish us. So I've recommended wow. an anime. I've recommended a film. I think I feel like my three tent poles in life are anime, film and games. So I'm gonna recommend another anime. <laughs> so I'm gonna recommend um a little game that I don't think that many people have played. Um, it's called The Outer Wilds. Um, <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Don't worry. I'm going to recommend a game called Hades. Um, honestly, don't worry. Return of the Obra Dinn. No, don't worry as well. It's absolutely fine. Neil Automata is also quite good, but don't worry. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, Undertale's all right. Soma's quite good. Uh, Celeste is also quite good. You need to get some of these for your Steam deck. But don't worry. <laughs> We're going to come back. To, to, to a part that we used to do on Bomb Squad many, 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 many episodes ago. Called this week in dreams you're not recommending dreams as a and game there's to there's a new level out called isle of eris which is pretty amazing but don't worry i'm actually not going to recommend <laughs> it. there's a game called tetris effect which really really changes everything you think about tetris but oh what i'm actually going to recommend as a game and i have to i have to add a note here saying that i haven't finished it and we have actually briefly mentioned it on the podcast before um this is actually in all seriousness. I'm going to recommend Inscription. Wow. I've never heard of that. Wow. And this is the reason why I'm recommending it. One, because I also think Will would eat oh, the shit you, out Will, of this you game. Would, you would love this game. <laughs> but I also recommend it to everyone. Um, it's now out on PlayStation, Xbox, I think Switch. What? Definitely, it started on PC. Um, Inscription is a game where if you have ever played... Hearthstone. If you have ever played Slay the Spire, if you have ever played a like Magic card, the Gathering, like, Magic the yeah. Gathering, if you have ever played Pokemon, the card game, if you've ever played any oh, card game related uh, <laughs> media, this is a game which so obviously like it, it, it takes every rule that has existed in those previous games and just goes yeah you were all pretty good but i'm better and it just ruins all of those other games and everything they've existed for um the concept to start with is that you are in a cabin you wake up it is very unnerving it's kind of it's kind of horror adjacent would you agree Chris? Mm, yeah yeah I'd say Chris, so. is, Chris have you played it played the demo okay I don't know how far you've gotten it with the de- I don't know how far the demo goes some shit has happened okay so Chris has watched me play everything that I've played through it so far and this is a deck building game this Chris is do you have a life? no <laughs> no I, spe- <laughs> I specifically didn't play it until I saw it of Chris because I had heard a lot of people rave about this for a long time um this is a deck building game. It's a rogue light. Not like. 
um, where you are gaining abilities as you go through something, you will die and you will restart and you have to rebuild your deck and you will be given different cards and you have to fight the guy opposite you and he changes and he's like, oh, I've got a mask on right now and I'm a angler and stuff. Now I'm a butcher and stuff like that. And you're building a deck and it's very much, it's very similar to Hearthstone-y in terms of the, 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 the fighting mechanics and stuff. And then the game just like goes places. And I just can't say anything more than that other than play this game because it is so wild and so interesting. And actually, if you've played Slay the Spire, if you know what Slay the Spire is, again, very similar concept to that. But it goes so much further in terms of the medium of games and stuff. Uh, so you've you've watched me play a lot of it and stuff. It's it's a pretty wild experience, right? Yeah, I just again I don't really want to say anything. It, it, that's that's it, the I thing. Think you could ruin a lot of cool stuff in that game by talking too much about it. Yeah, and that that's why I want to say, out of all the games I've played, three, uh, I want to recommend Inscription. Damn. And I think that's a nice place stop yeah it's been fun we've been recording for circa just under two and a half hours damn um thank you elliot thank you thank you jeremy full metal alchemist Uh, full metal alchemist what (laughs) thank you will thank you for having me and thank you my dear buddy Chris Lowe. Thank you. No, it's, uh, just just quickly before we finish off, there's one thing I wanted to sort of say. Read Brandon Sanderson's book. No, no, it's not about that. It's it's um, it's just quickly. I want you all to know that I've actually read um a thousand chapters of One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually more. It's actually more than a thousand. But I've read. I I I'm as close to up to date with One Piece as you can get. Wow. And you still wouldn't recommend it. I'm just that's what I'm saying why, why do you say you're as close to up to date as you can get rather than the more <laughs> obvious phrasing I am up to date I have read over a thousand <laughs> and that's going to do it for this week's podcast so thank you so much for listening now let's and get into that <laughs> we will see you next week with Bomb Squad episode 51 Bomb Squad the vegetables podcast <laughs> boy like a British guy and there's an Australian guy interviewing him and he goes and he's like hey tell us something your mother doesn't know and then the guy just goes oh (laughs) (laughs) it's like one of my favourite videos man I I wake up in the morning I just think of it (laughs) tell us something your mother doesn't know oh (laughs) oh